opening day of Cinco de Mayo, or yeah. as I like to call it, Andy, as you know, Slasho de Mayo. Slasho de Mayo. It's Slasho de Mayo here on the campus of Slashu, and we hope you are drinking a Modelo or whatever beer with a lime. That's me moving my mic this week. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike. We hope you're enjoying your 5th of May. 5th of May? With, and... a, with a fifth of tequila. Hey! <laughs> We're having some fun here. We're on the East Campus uh, yeah. here at Slash U. Um, not much going on in the news lately. Nope. There's zero things going on in the world. Everything is status quo. So <laughs> I kind of think what we should do, Andy, is just really get back into really kind of describing what we do here at Slash U. Oh, be sure. First. Back to basics? Back to basics. And maybe not talk about dead children for a no, while just to avoid absolutely controversy. Not. And a bunch of old white men telling women what to do with their bodies. <laughs> That's all it's I had awesome. to do. That's all I had to do. Yeah. Just mention dead kids. Um Which is fun. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just when it comes yeah. to slasher movies. Nick and I are two white cis men. We will never have to make that decision. And that's why I don't want to even talk about it anymore. <laughs> it is not. It's no one's decision. We, yeah, and if we you try are, to bring in God into this shit, we the can't. F- we can't comment. We will never be put in that position. Oh. I have no idea what that would feel like to be a woman, to have to be like, oh my God. I, I get so angry, man. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to. And I'm, I want to celebrate Slasho de Mayo. Me in too. A happy mood. Yeah. So let's just get back to the basics. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so make sure ahead. you guys vote. Just, yes, good yeah. call. That's a yeah, high five because right if anything, maybe they'll pass a law. And uh, that was yeah. so well put. Please, I know, and, and get involved in uh, local con- charities yeah. and, and local movements. That, oh my uh, God! Yes, in. single mother stuff. Help and out people who need help. Women's healthcare organizations. Some seem to be dying, but. Speaking of uh, helping out people who needed help, the director this week helped out his cameraman and let him direct this movie. B.J. McDonald. B.J. McDonald. You know what else he directed? Huh. Uh, Studio 666 with Dave Grohl and the band from Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, you're kidding me. Nope. I have not seen that yet. Neither have I. And I know we don't sound like smart professors when we say we have not seen Studio 666. Because I'm a fan of Taylor Hawkins, rest in fucking peace. Yeah. Yeah. That still bums me out. But there you go. You get to see him one last time on the screen. Um, I know. Yeah. But he's also did a lot. He did a lot of music videos for Slayer. Right. In fact, the woman who plays Amanda in the film that we're about to dis- to discuss on this episode, yeah, she played a Nazi mother in one of the Slayer videos. Shut up! That B.J. McDonald directed. Nice. There are so, so many backstories to this movie that I can't wait to get into. It. I know we're getting. Wh- who are we? What are we doing here? Back to the basics. <laughs> slash you. We are a podcast. A podcast that likes to talk about campy, forgotten. You know, sometimes forgotten. I should say. Cheesy, fun, slasher movies, horror yeah. movies made between the years 1977 1988. We have branched out because our lesson plan called for it. Professor Andy uh, started some AP classes, and these are the first <laughs> AP classes that we have started, and we have been talking about the series Hatchet. Yeah, we're on Hatchet 3. Hatchet this week. 3, 2013, one hour and 21 minutes. Yep. This is episode 72 of Slash U. We are going to spoil the movie, but I think Whole a lot thing. of you, have, uh, I think a lot of our listeners have actually watched this. Like, I think we're we kind should. of we're, falling behind. Oh, we're the ones who are new to the party? Yeah, we're kind of, I mean, I, um, this, I'm an Adam Green fan. I'm a fanboy. After boy. these, absolutely. I'm a fanboy of Adam Green. <laughs> I B-O-I. Bought, I, B-O-I boy. Uh, Fanboy. I bought all four of these movies because there is a fourth on um, Blu-ray. And I'm totally proud of it. I'm not sorry I did that. 
Hatchet 1, 2, 3, and the fourth is called Victor Crowley. That's what we're going to be watching next. We are going to take week. a break next week because uh, we yeah. have a holiday camping trip uh, with the women of Slash U right. and the professors. So we coolly record at night like while we're camping. If we had a generator or like, you know, a plug-in. We, we could just like, record into the, you know, a, a phone, I guess. Uh, with the quality, audio quality. Our, our students expect yeah. fucking quality. That's true. <laughs> our, yeah. <laughs> Because our current audio quality is top notch all the time. Um, hat- <laughs> um, <laughs> but Hatchet Three, yeah, Hatchet Three, 2013, right? Woohoo! Blood and gore, not as much uh, bubies no, and butts. Little really. side butt in this one. Little side butt. Yeah, that's probably. If, you, if you're into side butt, like I'm in, I like side boob and under boob. But compared not, not, side butt, not yeah, really, not really compared to last week, Hatchet Two, where there's a full blown doggy style sex scene. And then Hatchet One prior to that, where there's a lot of Mardi Gras beads and boobs. Yeah. This one had the least amount of nudity. Side butt. Yeah. Where it's a quick shower scene, and you see Mary Beth's side butt. That's it. I wonder what she kind had of a nice made... tattoo. What's that? She What's... had a nice tattoo down the side of her body. People that are, I don't, I think tattoos are silly. Out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Andy, you know what this movie is Most like? Most of your body is tattooed. <laughs> no, what's this movie Andy, like? This movie is like if someone wanted to complete the whole fucking story of Victor Crowley. Uh-huh. And, you know, like the first hatchet and the second hatchet. So they're like, God, we need to finish the story. Right. This would be the movie they made. Oh, wow. Of course. Sure. Pretty but that, so- <laughs> I would say, but that person just said, I'd like to produce, not direct. Because <laughs> <laughs> much, like, uh, much like George Lucas, who handed off the directing reins on a couple of the Star Wars films, Adam Green handed off the directing, uh, like to we've BJ. already mentioned. BJ yes. here, yeah. Well, so. I mean, still, he. I think he was. He was still on set. He was, and was he say, was producer, and he wrote it. Yes, and this set was plagued by bad weather, yeah. uh, heat, uh, bug bites, a lot of visits to the ER room. That's from what, what I, I read. Yeah. So, yeah, so they so. did shoot this obviously on location in yes. a swamp and. Uh, I think Adam Green was quoted as saying, I have like 48 chigger bites from oh, yeah. my waist down uh, just because they're waiting, waiting through muck and mud and I guess machinery, you know, um, dollies and uh, carts and things got stuck in the mud. And Certainly. I mean, it, be miserable. It, I mean, you know, because he set up there like, I mean, this movie is taken over hatches one, two and three over two days. Yep. The, 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 the story is. Yeah. But, of course, they come back for the movie. They come back. I mean, it's like they're going back to the same place, obviously, to shoot. And, I mean, you don't know what the weather's going to be like down there in the swamps of Louisiana. <laughs> does that sound by you? Uh, it does. Thank yeah. you. You sound like you're fresh off the shrimp boat, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh, man. So, I think it's now, 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 Oh, we'll get right into it. Here we go. Time, time, time for Andy's, Andy's Cliff Kill. It's brought to you by Safe and Legal Abortions. When it comes to women's reproductive systems and healthcare, everyone else needs to shut the fuck up except women. And now, 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 Andy's, Andy's, Cliff Kill. No, to, 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 to. Later, I'm going to need you to define woman for me, just because I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, the Cliff Kill Notes, uh, just to get you up to speed in case you haven't seen it. But go watch it. It's on Tubi. So, Hatchet 3, we pick up right where we left off, Nick. Uh, Mary Beth is shooting the prone body of Victor Crowley right in the face. Mush. Yeah, literally obliterating his head. But the nightmare isn't over. Mary Beth is able to escape the swamp. We'll talk all about it. She gets back to town, finally goes to the police like a normal, sane human being. 
where she's promptly arrested. <laughs> the cops uh, send paramedics to the swamp, and they send Mary Beth to a holding cell. And we all know this how this is going to play out. Uh, the sheriff's ex-wife, at the same time, and she's also a journalist, Amanda, learns of this situation. She gets her own plan for breaking the Crowley curse. She'll need Mary Beth, Thomas Crowley's ashes, and a whole lot of luck. Ooh. What do you think of that? Yeah, these are great. Yeah. We need to combine all of Andy's Cliff Kill notes. Put them in a and novel. Bring them together. A book. For the love. And you're, you're right, though, Andy. Just jumping right into Hatchet 3. Again, yep. the, the trilogy is a continuous story. We start right off. I mean, like, right where, like, the final kill, uh, the, the blood, the, the gun. Just, like, what does a... Uh, Someone who, like, a Diderot, what do they say to their dogs? Mush. Yeah, that's what his face was. Yep. I mean, it was, it looked like someone threw up baby food. Yeah. Hatchet 2 ended with her repeatedly hitting him in the head yes. with a hatchet until it was completely torn apart, walks off screen and gets a shotgun, goes, fuck you! Yeah. And blows him away. And that was special effects. The guy yeah. who, who played Cracker Jack, whatever. Oh. He used baby food. Jack for, Cracker. Jack Cracker for the for the head. He did. Yes. That's disgusting. And it's fake fact news! God, son of a bitch. Nick pulls ah, it off again. You no. dick. <laughs> but the crowd loves it. Yes, but um, but it did, kind of. I mean, all jokes aside, like it, it was much it was done so then you're like okay it's over but it's the beginning of the movie so you know it's not over it's not over it's I, never over so she thinks it's good she tries to leave the swamp and i love that like how he just he sat up yeah he's i love i just love that it shit. was neat how they synchronized it she walked away a few feet away and she crouched down caught her breath tightened her fists up a little bit and then when she stood up in the background he sat up same time that... i thought that was neat not cinephile. Yeah. Yes, it was very neat. Yeah. But very also Friday the 13th-esque. That oh. is, um, I forget which, Friday the 13th or 16? <laughs> 25? I think, I think we're at 10. Oh, um, all right. He he just, he, he sits up. Like, mm -hmm. it's very Jason-esque. Uh, sure. To, well, oh. he's, he's not dead. Yeah. And so she... You, you know, know his head is just yeah. mangled. And completely this is what I know. This is what I know. It took me two fucking movies, and yeah. now the start of the third to go. This guy's a ghost. It's supernatural for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And just like when he showed up in uh, Justin's uh, closet, like you know, oh, and then catch yeah. it too. He can teleport. He can yeah. teleport. <laughs> supernatural teleportation, slasher so. movies, masturbation. Jeez. Why did you say that one? She <laughs> it rhymed. Mary Beth uh, walking through the swamp. She um, thinks her job is done. Yeah, she's gonna get out of there, and she comes upon from the last movie, John and Vernon, uh, dead, cut in half with that big ass chainsaw. Yep. Remember that big six foot chainsaw? <laughs> Couldn't forget. How could I forget? Yes. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but she hears noises and things in the woods. I guess she picks up a gun that appears to be jammed, uh, and so she starts to tries to rev up the chainsaw. Yep. I don't know this. She's she's kind of tiny. I, this was a 120 pound chainsaw. It's a big fucking. It's a I mean, big the blade chainsaw. is six feet alone. Yeah. I mean, come on. So <laughs> I don't know how far she's gonna get if she is able to pick it up, but she starts revving it and can't quite. So she plants both feet on it to get a good grip on the on the pull cord, and as she pulls it that last time, Victor's there. Victor is alive. He's he alive. has risen. He grabs her and picks her up, 
And but that last pull of the chainsaw started it up, so it's on the ground idling, and and he's roaring it at Mary Beth. Um, picks her up, up high, like her feet are even with his his chest and stomach. Yeah, the guy's kicking against. We him. know Victor Crowley's strong. It's Kane Hodder. I mean, he's a big dude. Well, I mean, um, Victor Crowley is yeah. is not. I mean, it's supposed to be even bigger than Kane. Like he's true. He's a strong supernatural fuck. He's like eight feet. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. No. He, he got twelve feet. I compare. Yeah, you look. If, if you compared him to a Sasquatch. Yeah. This guy, Victor Crowley, is definitely. This definitely could take place in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. He's where, a big. Where guy. there are a lot of Sasquatches. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so, Mary Beth. Uh, it was gross because he he doesn't have a mouth. Like he he can't scream, but he's still Gurgling. he's like gurgling, you know, because yeah. his face is a giant hole in the middle of it. And she punches into that hole. She fist fucks his face. <laughs> That's yeah. right into this squishy, Andy, pulpy pumpkin mess. Professor Andy took a very nice route with that one. And, oh, did uh, I? Yeah. Well, I mean, saying like he, he just. Yeah, I mean, I wrote. Yeah. She fist fucks his face. That's what she did. Because I mean, it is fisting the face. I mean, it goes all the way through. Uh, he drops. Falls to backwards. The, falls to the ground. I mean, obviously in pain because his face was just fist fucked. Yep. And. Uh, he we falls on the chainsaw. Falls on the chainsaw. On the blade. And um, I love this. I, 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 this will it's go interesting. on social media. Yeah, it's just interesting how that works. I mean, suspension of disbelief. Because when the chainsaw is just idling, the chain the chain isn't moving. But when he lands on it, it just cuts through him. And he's cut in half in pieces. <laughs> Long ways, though. Long let's, ways. Let's talk, yeah. Just like John and Vernon. Yeah. You know, like from crotch to crown. Crotch to Remember cr- them? Oh, yeah. The Hello, smooth, Milwaukee. The smooth jazz yeah. duo. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, <laughs> Hey, Milwaukee? we are crotch, crotch to crown. crown. This is the quiet storm. <laughs> Slash you nights. Yeah. Crotch to crown. Crotch to crown. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but that's how he gets cut. He gets cut in pieces yeah. by that chainsaw. He's thrashing around yeah. and jigging around and cut screaming. Victor into pieces. pieces. Yeah, Papa Roach, yeah. In, indeed. Uh, and Mary Beth Papa. just Mary Beth gets showered in more blood, just <laughs> like an air cannon. To just what'd you say about it? No, I mean I just because I, I, yeah. I videotaped it just for that reason, mm. Andy. Uh, Would you just... say bukkake of blood? <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? This week's hashtag, Bukaki of Blood. Yeah, last week was Hatchet to the Snatch It. <laughs> yeah, hatchet to this the week snatch is Bukaki of Blood. <laughs> yes, it was a Bukaki of Blood. It, oh my God, it was amazing. I, that's why I videotaped it. So this yeah. will be going. I hope we don't get like any kind of flag for it because we've been showing some pretty gnarly stuff. Well, you've I, been putting warnings. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that counts, but. Slash you, slash you underscore podcast on the old Instagram. Check it out. There Nick, you go. Nick post some good stuff. But uh, yeah, it does get good interaction. Go that's on. the cold open. She yeah. gets splashed with blood. Victor's in pieces on the ground. She grabs his. She grabs his scalp, scalp and then and takes off. We go to the credits. Opening credits, which I have to say is rad. Probably one of the, the best cold opening was the second one because I loved how they went back and visited all the deaths. Right. Oh, you, all the bodies in the woods. Yeah. I think this one was great just for the soundtrack alone. It's gore. Guar. Genocide. No kidding. Art students, from, I believe from Rhode Island. I could be wrong, but I knew they were art students. They started the band, you know, because if you've been to one of their shows, it is fucking insane. Um, I just want to say for the record, I've not. I've heard. I just, I, I wish I had, but I just, yeah. I've seen them like on internet or whatnot. And it's just, it's fucking insane. It's a cool head thrashing song. Uh, genocide. Um, and I think it, they don't really do, it's just kind of a black... Uh, with screen, red, red with words, red, red text, you know, yeah. kind of going over the movie, and it's interspersed with shots of her, yeah, walking, walking through the swamp as back to, the sun comes up, n- walking back to Nolans, back to Nolans. But I think it was great because it, it really let the the audience concentrate because it is a great song. Yeah, 
I mean, you don't even have to be a Guar fan, but I still think you would find yourself begging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> Google it, YouTube it. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have fun with it. Um, but as the uh, credits end, I thought this was rad. I thought this was the greatest fucking little cameo. Yep. As the credits end, we come back to Adam Green's character, who's been in the first one, the second one, the drunk friend of Ben, yep. with wearing the, the marijuana, marijuana leaf the necklace. And as he's being arrested, because we're at the we're at the, the sheriff's office. Jer- yeah. Jefferson. Yeah, Parish. Yeah. So the sheriff's office, as he's being handcuffed and taken to a cell, he mutters, I should have gone on the haunted ghost tour. Yep. Haunted boat should tour. have gone on the boat tour. No, bud. No, you shouldn't have. You're, You're in a much better place. I just thought that was yeah. funny. It was very funny. This is his first speaking lines. Because did he? Well, he talked no, in the first movie. In the movie. first one, yeah. He's yeah. Like, he mentions like, oh, you're going to go back to the hotel. And cry about your girlfriend. Catherine. Right. And he's like, Melissa. Yeah, he gets yeah. the name wrong. But. In the in the first movie, right. In the second movie, yeah, at the end of the opening credits, he was just puking on the sidewalk. So obviously he must be being arrested for drunken disorderly. Well, yeah, because in the second one, he was puking. Like, he yeah. was definitely yeah. uh, drunken disorderly. But, so they're uh, grabbing him here, and he's he's reminiscing, I should have gone on that boat tour. That was just a great line. <laughs> well written. Very um, funny. I dig it. This is where we meet uh, Sheriff Fowler and his deputy. Deputy um, Winslow. Deputy Elliot Winslow. Great fact about uh, Mr. Uh, Sheriff Fowler. Played mm-hmm. by the wonderful Zach Galligan. Mm-hmm. If you remember a little movie shot by Steel Spielberg in 1984 S- called Gremlins. Steven Spielberg. Oh, sure. I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. Phoebe Cates was in it. Yep. And the love interest, the main character, was a, was a guy named Billy. Oh. That was Zach Galligan. That was, oh, that was the sheriff. The All sheriff right. played Billy, the nice. main fucking character, the one who, the Magwai. He was the one yeah, that yeah. the dad bought the fucking Magwai yeah. for. Gizmo. Gizmo. And Phoebe Cates reminisces with uh, yeah. him about how her dad died in the chimney. <laughs> and that's why she hates Christmas. Yeah, so it was Gremlins, a, Gremlins is a Christmas what movie. What a great movie. <laughs> it was, it mean, is it, a Christmas movie. It was a yeah. pretty fucking rad movie. I mean, especially for 11-year-old, I mean, a uh, four-year-old kid like me. I'm just kidding. I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> 1984. Anyway, uh, yeah. there's going to be some great cameos in here. I also want to note this, that I, I think it's really rad that Adam Green also brings in people that have been in a part of slasher movies from all the way from like 1980 yep. to, to 2009. So yeah. uh, I thought that was great. All the more reason that uh, we're fanboys, B-O-Y. Adam B-O-I. Green fanboys, two yeah. by two. So uh, the sheriff and the deputy are kind of reminiscing about this time of year, super busy with yeah. Mardi Gras and how many drunks they have to arrest, yada, yada, yada. But they kind of look, they look at the calendar and they're kind of just like, you know, it wasn't a bad year. Yeah. We, we did all right. Not a bad year at all. And you hear off screen, she's got a gun. She's got a gun. And there they go. They, the camera uh, pans over to Janie and she has a gun. Just kidding. It's Mary Beth. Uh, <laughs> Aerosmith. I for a second, I was like, her name's Mary Beth. Oh. Uh, Janie's got a gun. Um, Isn't it Jenny? Janie, Jenny. Oh, J- Janie's got a gun. She may be. But Mary Beth is standing there with the shotgun and the scalp covered in blood, standing there like a uh, walking, you know, like a zombie. Uh, and everyone's freaking out. They all pull their guns. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. And she just is like, I killed, I killed him. him. I killed him. They're all dead. So the sheriff questions her. You know, they, well, I mean, yeah. they, they, I mean, she, she's she's up, you know, she drops the gun, drops yeah. the scalp. They're like, it's a and fucking scalp. She, what? she gets to the ground. Winslow immediately gets on the because she's like, I killed him. Yeah, Honey uh, Island Swamp. Honey Island Swamp. Mm-hmm. Fucking Winslow gets on his, you know, his, his CB. Hey, we need we need a team of people out to Honey Island Swamp. Uh, pe- some people might be dead. Right. So obviously, we know that there's going to be a first responding team. Yeah. I wrote this in my notes somewhere, but it's very important to say. First responding team. Right. Winslow's, yeah. And so um, 
Winslow calls him out, and they uh, they they pick up Mary Beth, and well, of course she has to be cleaned off, so they take her to a shower, and hose literally hose a fire hose her down. Very interesting. Wouldn't they want to collect like blood? For evidence. Well, they, that's what they kind of said that, but I don't know how they're like, you mean that all that blood on her? Because she was covered in blood. There's yeah. not one scratch on her. They hosed so her I, off, yeah, and that's what the sheriff said. Like, there's no scratches, no nothing. How is he allowed to walk in if she's naked? Who knows, man? Because I was like, there better be women yeah. showing her down. Yeah, and there were right. two female deputies. Female deputies. But then here comes Sheriff fucking Fowler just trying, to get, it up. just trying to get a look at that side butt. Probably. Let me check out that side butt, yo. Hey, you know, as the sheriff, he gets certain privileges. <laughs> Probably pays his taxes. Pays his taxes. Hey, we both went there at the same time. Sheriff Feller doesn't play by the rules. Nope. Uh, but in any case, yeah, that's what they find out. And that's why I was like, wait, why wouldn't they want to take some of the blood? Like for DNA testing, it's tough, but who knows? They hose her off. None of it's hers. So Mary Beth looks very guilty here, right? Oh, yeah. She's talking about all kinds of murders in the swamp, and she, she's the only one who's alive. Yeah, she's because now she's cleaned up in her cell, mm-hmm. like in some scrub, you know, jail scrubs, mm-hmm. and uh, she's, you know, Sheriff Fowler's grilling her, like Andy walks was her, saying. Yeah, walks her through her story. Yeah, I mean, because we're getting that story again, <laughs> but like, how many bodies? She's like 20, Maybe 30. 30, yeah. So, like, because no one believes of Victor Crowley. Like, he is a folklore. He is urban legend. He's right. a tale to scare kids on Halloween, you mm-hmm. know, but... What what Sheriff Fowler is doing, which is great for maybe the first time viewer, like if you didn't see Hatchet One, Hatchet Two, idiot. number one, you're an idiot. Go yeah. back and watch it. Yeah, and second, <laughs> I guess he's trying to say, so you went out there with the first boat with just a handgun, with just a handgun, looking for your daddy and your brother, and then you found them and you barely escaped, and a ghost so, killed everyone in front of yes. you. Yeah. So then you go back out the second time with another with a whole group, other group of people. Yeah. To, to Get their remains. Yes. And he says, um, that seems like some idiotic and contrived decision making. And the camera flashes to Adam Green's character in the next cell looking confused and hurt (laughs) by that comment. (laughs) Because he wrote... He wrote that script where those people went out for the remains and Reverend Zombie took them all out. And he's had some idiotic and contrived decision making. And Adam Green's like, what? Aww, with his marijuana beads. Oh, come on, man. And, little fun, um, little fun trips. Very and fun little yeah. nod. Again. Uh, that's what I mean when I was telling you before we hit record this is a little self-aware. Yes. You know, uh, I do like that. It's the movie sort of knowing that, yeah. We, we understand that little part of the plot's probably a little weak. We get it. But we wanted them out there, so we made a reason for them to go out there. We called that out in our uh, in episode two. 71, with, yeah. part two, because I was like, who's going to go back out there? Like, we talked about, like, if you were out there dead, I'd be we like, did. leave him to the alligators. And I said, yes, let my body be returned to the earth yes. to nourish the or plants to and the an animals. to alligator's stomach, you know. <laughs> Which would also be returning to the earth eventually. Because then you get pooped out. Yeah. And I'm fertilizer for plants and in the yeah. river probably if you're pooped sure if the alligator poops you out in the river yeah maybe why, why, are, we, why, are, we why are we on this tangent so it so, was idiotic and contrived <laughs> the sheriff uh, he's she's lying yeah she he's grilling her and uh, the, as he's grilling uh, Mary Beth you know mm-hmm. and saying you're full of shit mm-hmm. he gets a call from old One Eye Hamilton Hamilton is <laughs> one of his it looks like it's a real patch because it, it is IMDb yeah he has a patch yeah, yeah. so uh, One Eye Hamilton is one of his sheriffs one of his deputies I should say yeah and uh, he's you know he's telling Fowler over the CB it's a massacre out here. 
we've barely gone 40 feet and we've already found like four bodies. And he's standing over Chad's body from Hatchet 2, who right. was, uh, you know, who was one of the first kills, who I called was the first kill. His... With a hatchet, yeah. but not the blade. No, yeah, it was he the butt He just pounded the <laughs> butt end <laughs> of the hatchet. So he, and he's like, it's gnarly. He's like, we got to call everyone. DNA, dental records, shit. They don't even have teeth, though. Right, there might be some without <laughs> teeth. Yeah, we're going to need everyone out here. So uh, Fowler's like, dude, I'm on my way. Yep. Winslow, homie, you stay here. And call the, yeah, call everyone out there. Yeah. You stay so here. You just, you take care of our, because you know, right now they think in this small little parish, which they really only have to deal with, yeah. which is weird. It's New Orleans. I mean, there's murders all over the place, but. Right. But in this part. This, I guess this one small part, they're thinking that they have a fucking little girl, little five foot girl yeah. who is a serial killer and so they're like keep an eye on her a brutal serial killer brutal <laughs> yeah so the sheriff um just before he leaves he's talking to the secretary and his ex-wife shows up well yeah amanda amanda, yeah. amanda is his ex-wife we we learned that uh but she is also known as the uh victor crowley expert a self-proclaimed mm-hmm. uh victor crowley expert because even though she's been ridiculed mm-hmm. by everyone because they think she's just reporting on an urban legend mm-hmm. she has contrived with something called the crowley study right that's what she uh, said like it was you know i need in on this because i'm i had a victor crowley study whatever she has been uh uh she's no longer amanda fowler it's amanda perlman thank you that's good because she mentions it a couple of times it's perlman now uh but yeah the sheriff's like hey you no, you can't. Her ex-husband show. Yeah. yeah, he's like, no, no man, you can't do this. And and Please. she had a scanner. She had like a police band uh, radio, which is where she heard all this. Oh, yeah. and that's why she's there. She's like, you have someone in custody, and he's like, that's not for you to know right now. So, oh, there's like a scooter, a plane outside flying by. Apologize for the noise. <laughs> we both, Andy and I, just yeah. looked at each other. Stop the podcast. Yeah, we're, well, I'm yeah. like ten. I'm like ten minutes from the airport. So, oh, we're doing fine. And so uh, Amanda is like, I heard it all on the scanner. I need this story. You gotta let me in. You gotta. I want to prove that he's alive. My career's in the toilet. Blah blah blah. And the sheriff's like, No, not happening. Um, we have someone in custody. And yes, it, there was some murders. And that's really all he gives her. So and he leaves. Yeah. So he leaves. And so, um, <clears throat> sorry. As Fowler heads to the scene, it's just a quick shot of reporters. I think this is important because again, it's three days. I mean, it's really like the second or third day of this, yeah. of this, all of this happenings in the Honey Island Swamp. So the reporters are there. We just get an idea. Like it's starting to make some news. Yeah. So um, Fowler is no longer in the building. He's taking off to Honey Island Swamp. Amanda sets her sight on Deputy Winslow. Yeah. She's he like, can't Yo. get away. Yeah, because she knows him. <laughs> she's like, you know, she's like, Elliot. Elliot. Hey. He's. She's like. Uh, he's like. Hey, Mrs. Fowler. She's like, it's no, Mrs. Perlman it's Mrs. now. Perlman now. She, he, he's like, no, you're always gonna be Mrs. Fowler. Mrs. Yeah, Fowler yeah. to me. <laughs> so she's begging him. Let me, let me just talk. I heard you got someone in custody. Mm-hmm. He's like, absolutely not. She's like, well, fuck off. I'm gonna bail her out. She holds, holds up her checkbook. checkbook. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go bail, bail that motherfucking uh, girl out. <laughs> We go to the swamp. We're the, back at the swamp with Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, the recovery and paramedics arrive. Um, yeah, because the Hamilton, the Hamilton and the fire department are the first to arrive, and the paramedics right. usually are late. So I was being very careful, careful here to count everybody, and well, we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah. So but I was trying to get a sense of how many people here because we're going to have to count them. Spoilers. <laughs> The, in the kill count. <laughs> this out of all the hatchets, this is the first one where I kind of lost character. Like I know some of them are just SWAT team member one. Yeah, but some but, of them have names, but you don't hear them. So it's true. Bear but we want to count them. You know. 
Yeah, you do want to, you know, like yeah. the, the, like we said, the slash you bylaws, if you see them died, dead, yeah. you have to kill them. Yeah. But it's okay if you call them gnome names, something, because I do. Oh, I go me in too. There, yeah. yeah. I have first wave here, because yeah. so, this is the first first wave of the cops or whatever. So Hamilton is directing the fire department. They're waiting for the paramedic team. And finally, they, they arrive on a paramedic uh, pontoon boat, I right. should say. It's, right. it's, it's got its own little lab in there. And so, yeah, it's like a big ambulance boat or something. So there's four paramedics that come off the boat. Yeah. And one of them is Andrew. His name's Andrew, and he's played <laughs> by the same actor who played Justin in Hatchet 2 and Sean in Hatchet 1. <laughs> yes. Same actor. If you remember, Sean and Justin were brothers. Yeah, Sean. Um, in the Hatchet 1, Sean was the tour guide who tried to mix... Um, uh, Creole talking and Southern hospitality. He did all kinds of accents, yeah. We found out he was from Detroit, just moved down to New Orleans to help his brother out. Yep. Who in Hatchet 2 is... Justin. Justin! Who does He's got a goatee. And he does a French accent uh, for some reason. And the, yeah, the actor's name is Perry Shen. And uh, yeah, this is Andrew. He's so, on General Hospital. He's currently oh, on... He is? Yeah, he's on General Hospital. No and, kidding. Yeah, Good for him. He's done some cool stuff, and I just yeah. think there's probably a friendship between him and Adam or something, you know, so could you always cast he's your friends? He's in all these movies, yeah. That's what Kevin Smith you did. You want to spoil that he's the final? Oh, I already just did. He said he's the final boy. He's our he final said, boy. He's a little boy. Yeah. Victor Crowley can't touch these nuts. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Andrew's uh, Andrew's going to be okay, everybody. Andrew's going to be okay. Um, so, but I, I I do think he is the comic relief of this film. I agree. And he does a great job. He, yeah. Granted, his character, Justin and Sean, were kind of similar, but there was always Marcus, or there was always um, Biscuits and Chicken guy. Oh, Vernon. Vernon, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, that, But I feel like... Andrew is a comic relief in this one. Um, but we also meet Randy, who's a paramedic. Randy, uh, the actor, uh, He's played been by a lot of Sean Whalen. Yeah. I, most people would know him from kind of the nerdy guy in Twister. Yeah. I also remember him in uh, Can't Hurt, or sorry, um, uh, That Thing You Do, that movie by Tom Hanks. He kind of plays like a He's nerd. He's like a poor man's Steve Buscemi. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's got an IMDb page that's full. Kind of yeah. always like, I like know that Steve guy. Like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, but Steve Buscemi's known. Like, you mm -hmm. know who that guy is. I'm saying Sean Whalen. You'd recognize him if you saw him. He's one he of those is, actors. Yeah, he's one of those guys where you go, oh, that guy. And then, yeah, then we get another no-name paramedic, which I think they even make a joke about that. We don't know his name, but he's just, so yeah. there's four of them. We meet Jim. Andrew, Randy, and no-name paramedic. Right. They are the paramedic first responders. Andrew's talking briefly to his boss as they're splitting up to go, and the boss man is just like, yeah, the cops say a, a girl did this. And Andrew's just like, a girl did all this? You know, they can't believe that just one, you know, petite woman did all this damage and killed all these people. <laughs> I mean, exactly. And I don't want to sound mis misogynistic, Andy. Well, no, and go I, ahead. But I, I have Usually to agree, when I, someone says that, they're about to sound I know, misogynistic. But I have to agree with Jim, like uh, Jim, the head yeah. paramedic. I mean, he was the one that said, <clears throat> I don't think a girl, little girl could do this. And I don't want to, I mean, I'm not trying to downplay any gender, you know, but it is, or I, they're, I, you're trapped. You're trapped. Your brain's no, going. You can't. <laughs> the, the the death and destruction that is there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, just thousands. I mean, not thousands, but a, a lot of fucking bodies that are just like shot. Sure. They are ripped apart. Jaws, mm -hmm. you know, ripped in. I mean, it is. To me, I would sit there and go, this is something more. Or this was a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, but. <laughs> it's yeah. just a really fucking gnarly scene. I'm surprised they wouldn't do SWAT and FBI. I'm surprised this didn't become a federal case. Oh, well, it no, it, not yet anyway. SWAT, so. SWAT and local <clears throat> sheriffs and paramedics. So yeah. I, I, I don't, 
<clears throat> I don't want to again put anyone down, but I would have to agree with Jim. Uh, Mary Beth is five foot tall. Yeah, I, I would just say it's there's like, no way, no way, one girl did all this <laughs> because they're all there together. So if yeah. even if she was able to rip off the arms of like one person, someone would say, "Hey, hey, stop!" Yeah, or boom, boom. Yeah, cut that out. Yeah, stop. Don't. Mary Beth. Yes, yeah, <laughs> try to do something. Stop. Yeah. She would be dead. Like some. I mean, there were guns out there. There were. Like, so that's when I would sit there. Yeah. Like, I would, you know. So thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Nick Top Ed. Uh, I hope you guys have a great night. And that's been yeah. Slash You. Yeah, I'll, be running, I'll be running for Congress this fall. Uh, Amanda, we go back to the jail. Amanda's talking to Mary Beth. Wants to interview her. Um, says oh, wait, I was. Did, sorry to go yeah. back to the very best cell, but did you notice as like, um, you know, how everyone seemed to be scared before they go back? Your dick kill walks by. Oh. The second hatchet, they're carrying on a platform the guy's face that was yeah. cut. Yeah, oh, cut Trevor. Trevor, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're carrying it that's by. Right. Like, that's, that's right, that's right. Andrew's like, a girl a, did a that. A girl did that. Yeah, no. So I just kind of thought that, because I even wrote that right. down. Hey, the that's top Andy's, half of Trevor's head. That's Andy's dick kill that shot was right. from the hatchet, too. You're so right. yeah, back at Mary Beth's cell, Amanda is trying to get her to talk. I didn't get your dick kill shot from this one. Oh, yes. I guess um, we'll get to it later. You can give me a little signal when we get to it. Um, I know mine. I'll just say this. Haws, we gotta we gotta pause it down, Haws. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> that was the worst fucking. It's a good clue. Amanda is talking to Mary Beth. Yeah. Wants to interview her. Says I was gonna bail you out, but you haven't been in front of a judge yet. Yeah. They haven't set your bail. Instead, I just want to talk to you and I want to prove that the ghost exists. And um, Mary Beth doesn't want to have it. She's fuck out. off. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Fuck and, and Amanda hits her in all the soft spots. You oh, know, I love that. Starts to call her poor white trash. Your daddy is white trash. He was a drunk. They got to pour him out of a bar. And your brother Ainsley pissed on a church. Yeah. And all like, these bad things. You're going down yeah, for this murder. Pe- people don't care. In Louisiana, or Louisiana, people don't care about poor white trash. Right. Execute you motherfuckers. You will get the lethal injection here. And she's like, fine. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I want a lawyer, not a blogger. Mm-hmm. Great line. Mm-hmm. Great fucking line. I want I a lawyer. I want not a lawyer, a, not yeah. a blogger. Uh, All the time. Um, uh, but again, like Andy said, it was a great point. Uh, she goes hard on her family. Those yeah. little touch points where it's like, your family's just a bunch of fucking drunks. Yeah. You think your dad like uh, will we'll come back here and uh, save you so he gets some spare change? Like, uh, so he's bef- before he starts spare changing people for a papst. Another great line, you know? And she was like, yeah. she's like, my dad's fucking dead. He's dead. Fix your Crowley killed him. Killed yeah. my brother too. <laughs> Panhandling enough pocket chains for a papst. Yeah. My dad's dead. Please tell me what happened. I know, Amanda's just like, tell me the story or I'll keep insulting you. I mean, that's what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> it's That's essentially what this conversation is. Mary yeah. Beth's like, no, I don't want to talk. And Amanda's like, fine, I'm going to start calling you names. And Mary Beth's going to be like, okay, then I guess I'll talk. I mean. Did you say panhandling for a paps? Yeah. You make right, fun anyway. of me? Fine, I'll tell you everything. Um, Show me one boob. Yeah, but the, the angle though is is uh, Amanda saying like this is your chance, you know. Let's set the record straight. Let's prove that he's real, and that way you won't get the death penalty. It looks like Mary Beth's about to give it up, but she doesn't. So Amanda, like, I f- she turns around to stare directly at Amanda, right? And kind of know, a fuck you glance in her. But eyes. I feel like she's about to say, "Okay, listens." Yeah, but she doesn't. She just stares at her. And Amanda's like, "Fine, I'll fucking wait with you." I will wait. I got nowhere to go. Yep. And certainly, you don't either. You're behind the fucking bars, baby. Correct. So uh, we're back. We go. Uh, we go back to the kill scene. Back the to the site. swamp. Honey Island swamp. Honey Island swamp. Doesn't it sound like 
you know, like lovers, partners. Honey Island Swamp. Yeah, come visit Honey Island Swamp, where we've got sure. alligator bites and... <laughs> Make reservations today at Honey Honey Island Swamp. Yeah, with your host, Victor Crowley. (laughs) So the rain is coming in as the sun sets, uh, just kind of setting up the scene. Andrew and the no-name paramedic uh, bring out the body of what we learn is Victor Crowley in a body bag. Huge body in a bag. (laughs) And the sander. They, yeah, the, the belt sander. They they <laughs> lug it up on the boat uh, for Randy to, I guess, autopsy or, or examine. I feel catalog. like Ran- Randy is the like a CSI. Or... He's the what the f- he's the ME. He's a medical. Oh, ME. So uh, he's probably gonna you know diagnose what happened and all that. Because yes, uh, sorry yeah. to interrupt, brother. Um, Andrew is pointing that out. Like this motherfucker's got skin. I want you. We wanted to bring this body first. He's got skin deformation, some warts. Um, he's got genital herpes, and uh, he's only wearing overalls. <laughs> and that's when the two of them are like, wait, herpes? What? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They, they both are like, wait, all kinds of deformities? Wait, just wearing overalls? You're not telling me. Yeah. He's this like, could be. Like, I ain't saying shit. You know, they both they both suspect it's Victor, but they won't admit that exactly. it probably is. But Andrew's just like, hey, all I know is I found him in a couple, few bunch of pieces, and this is only part of it or whatever, you know, so this they, is not everything. This is great too. Cause, uh, Andrew helps, uh, Randy brag, drag in the body. He's like, man, these bodies are crazy. You know, it's, it's so much going on. Yeah. Um, I've already examined one guy kind of look, uh, he had his, uh, head cut off with a shovel. His, his knee cut off, his leg cut off at the knee, his head cut off with a shovel. An Asian guy. You know what? He kind of looked like you. Yeah, and Andrew's like, why? Because all the Asians look alike? You fucking asshole. That's and Randy's hilarious. Like, oh, and Randy's just <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's like, that's hilarious, and does his little accent. It reminded me of Sean from the first movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same actor. And so Randy's, that's what the, the, the yeah, and Randy's just like, no, I. he really looks like you, but... That that was cool. That was a cool little. I know, yeah, a little nod ball. to know that he's like, you know, this is his third different role that he's yeah. played. So, I guess we we go back to the cell where Mary Beth is talking to Amanda. So I guess she finally got to her. I guess Amanda she, waited her out, and she must be finishing her story. Yeah, because that's exactly notes. what she's doing. There's notes all over Amanda's. Yeah, that's notes. You're exactly right, Andy. She is at the end of the story because uh, she's she's t- she's ending it with um, Reverend Zombie was saying that the three people responsible for uh, Thomas Crowley's death uh, should Re- be Victor should, Crowley's death. Victor Crowley, no Thomas Crowley's death. The ones that are responsible for that need to be killed. Like the only way Victor to go away. They're responsible for Victor Crowley's death. Yes. You but, keep saying Thomas. Crowley. Oh yeah, it's, God damn it. Thomas Crowley's is. Can dead. you edit that out and action? <laughs> The three people that are responsible for Victor Crowley's death need to be uh, killed by Victor Crowley, and then the curse will be lifted. That was Reverend Zombie's, yeah. That was assumption. Reverend Zombie's theory, but guess what? It didn't happen. And that's he done it, wrong. He done wrong, and that's where Amanda mentions the voodoo priestess. priestess. Yeah, I have met with a voodoo priestess. Oh, oh a real voodoo a real, priestess? Yeah, she said, I met with a real voodoo priestess, and Mary Beth goes, oh, a real one. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you believe if you want, but yeah. but it's After everything of... you've seen, how do you not believe it? <laughs> right? Oh, shit, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, no she shit. just spent two nights watching a guy come back from the dead. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that is a good point, man. But Amanda disputes Reverend Zombie's story, saying that this priestess is like, no, no, you're right. Victor Crowley's a repeater. He's doomed to come back every over night. Over and over. Over and over. 
reliving uh, the night that he died. Like uh, Groundhog Day, but a weirder version. A terrible version. <laughs> like literally hell. Uh, Victor, Adam Green presents Groundhog Day. <laughs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> and Mary Beth is adamant, like, he's dead. I chopped him into pieces. He's not dead. And Amanda just says, he's not I dead. love that. Yeah, there's some really, that's lo- I wrote that down. He, uh, 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 Mary Beth, he's dead. Amanda looks right at her. He's not. He's not. And night falls in the swamp. Night time falls, and the par- we're on the par- uh, paramedic's boat. Uh, again, Randy's by himself. Um, you know, uh, Hamilton checks on him. Yeah, Hamilton patch, comes in. Eye yeah. patch Hamilton. One eye Hamilton checks on him, and he's like, uh, yeah, we were just at the cabin. There's all kind of bodies. Um, it is uh, crazy. It looks like two groups kind of came in. So this is honestly like Victor's. I mean, Hamilton's a, a small, a smart kind of detective. He's so figuring like, it out. Yeah, kind of figuring out the two groups kind of came up on this cabin. And we don't think they met up with each other at there all. There you go. And so, um, so he's, he's piecing together. There's one from night one coming one. in, and they died. And there's another group from night, night two. two. Hatchet two. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Hamilton is smart. Hamilton is smart. And as he's kind of as he's kind of finishing the story, he looks at Randy. He goes, God. Dude, how do you go to that? that smell? I mean, that smell must be gnarly. I mean, it's that, probably it's, really bad. It's 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 Victor Crowley in there, dead, quote unquote. Yeah, you know, just you know, his body's ripped in half. You know, probably doesn't wipe Guts. when he poops. You know, probably not if he poops. Do ghosts poop? Oh yeah. Well, I read that vampires don't poop. Where'd you read that? Is that like nonfiction? A true, I mean, bo- <laughs> a true blood books. Don't tell anyone, but I'm gonna admit something right now. I read every single book. Suki that, Stackhouse novels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed Good. I know the name. Sucky. Uh, <laughs> but I read that. So, like, so if you if you eat ass on a vampire, it's going to be clean. Oh, that's nice. Maybe I'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> all the things we can edit. This professional you here. Um, Randy says, yeah, like, after a so couple bad. years, you get used to the smell. Yeah, so, so Randy uh, definitely eats ass. And so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. I just he, peed a little. Hold on. Hamilton oh. Hamilton leaves him alone, and Randy goes to, I don't Perform, know. He's preferred an autopsy. Yeah, he's going to get gonna ready to do the autopsy. He's going to kind of figure it out because he know there's interest yeah. in this body. Yeah. So I love it. So as he's he's kind of whistling, getting ready, yep. the body bag inflates. Like yeah. you see it start moving. It's like And so what that is, and it was kind of like like Jody pointed out, like the, the body's coming back together. Reforming. Like when Christine, like, show me. And, like, the car starts coming back together. And my like, Christine. It reminded me of that. And so it's great. So he steps off. Randy steps off. So the body bag is no longer The camera in the follows Randy. Yeah, and the body bag's not there. And he comes back. And then when he co- the body bag's still there, but nothing's in it. It's definitely flat. Yep. Cool. As, yeah. Victor Crowley climbed out of that body bag <laughs> with making no noise whatsoever. And he's literally seven foot eight. <laughs> Like, he's a huge dude on the table, probably 36 inches away from Randy, so three feet away. Um, for those of you who use the metric system, roughly one meter away from Randy and made no noise whatsoever. It would have it would have been more realistic if he maybe would have had a, uh, headphones on. Yeah, if Randy had, like, some iPod, iPods in. Well, they weren't even iPods. I, like, even I know, but some head, yeah, disc like man. some, uh, right, Discman or something. Listen, 2013? Yes, yeah, Discman. Okay. And, uh, or, or even, yeah, or, yes. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I was just like, how did this big fucking dude climb out of this body bag and make no noise whatsoever? Be very, very quiet. No. Uh, I'm hunting Vic. I'm hunting Victor Quellies. And Randy sits back down, and we hear one of those uh, defibrillators rev up. Bwee! <laughs> <laughs> Bwee! That sounds like you're saying, yeah, boy! Bwee! 
you know, the high pitched noise when the defibrillator goes clear and Randy gets two paddles to the sides of his head. Victor's alive. He charges his head. So, but I just charges it hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got. I, I feel like I'm laughing too much on this episode, so I apologize. You might be. It's a, but it's really funny. It so. Is. so he charges his head like with the defibrillators. Pa- yeah, the paddles. Yeah. Um, That's empty. Yeah. I'm drinking beers. And enough so that the head explodes. Yeah. Well, I think he just pushes him. I think he just squishes it. That's a good point. I think Victor uh, the, just the smashes second watch. The head. I still kind of thought the electricity yeah. do that. No, we know that he's strong enough to fucking yeah. to smash a skull for Victor Crowley. That'd be like you and I just. Holding Killing a tomato him. in our hand and just squeezing the tomato. Okay, let's remember that. Effortless. <laughs> just effortless. Why? You think tomatoes are hard to smash? <laughs> no, I'm just bringing up some Mythbuster shit. Like oh, later, right. We're so. going to do Slash Busters. Slash so, Busters! Victor killed him. And Randy's our first victim of the movie. Victor Crowley is back, baby. Yeah. He storms out of the boat where Hamilton so is waiting. Oh, is, that the, is that the deal, though? Like, he can be, I guess, killed, quotation marks, uh, at dawn, and then he's like dead all day, and then as soon as nighttime falls, he comes back. Is that how it works? I guess. Well, yeah, but he, yes, I guess. Because she dropped him on the chainsaw like early, early morning, like half, you know, yeah. three a.m. or whatever. No. And oh. then, uh, and he was essentially in pieces all day in that body bag, and all day long. And now that it's nighttime, he's back. Like I'm, I'm just. Shuffle no, through the I'm details not of the, any jokes about it right now. I'm going to be, you know, cinephile right now. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, um, that is exactly what happened, Andy, because she says, Amanda, when she talks to the voodoo priestess, yeah, the priestess, the voodoo priestess says, at night. He's doomed to come back every he, night. He's doomed to come back every night. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out the actual details Because, I mean, the very beginning, like, she, she turns his fucking face into baby food, yep. and he's like, Broop, He just like, gets he right back. back, yeah. So, like, as night settles on the boat, he, you know. Comes back. And again, getting out of, like, Andy kind of brought up a really good point. I just, shh, <laughs> how he got out of that bag, because that's the first thing I thought. How in the fuck did he not hear that? So quiet. If Adam Green listens to that, which I know Adam Green is a big fan of Slash U. Yes. Uh. That would have been a good thought, is maybe putting headphones on him. But, you know, it could have, should have, yeah. would have. Maybe, yeah, Randy could have been listening to some guar yeah. genocide, right? Yeah, or you got to, like, like really you could hear heavy metal, dare, like, dare, coming dare, in. Dare, dare, Another dare. good way to kind of uh, explore the bands that I know uh, <laughs> are loved on the set of these hatchets. So, anyway, he, he he storms out. Like, Victor Crowley is back. He storms out of the boat. Hamilton is waiting there. And goes, I patch Hamilton. I patch, oh, what are Hamilton? <laughs> and he just starts unloading his gun. He's like, stop, freeze. Yeah, okay. And he he unloads on him. Blam, blam, blam. To no avail. No avail. So he's like on his mic now going, help! Yeah. And this is overheard. Back of the jail. With Winslow. It's coming over Winslow's radio, and Winslow's next to Mary Beth. Winslow is next to Amanda. So they're watching. They're looking at Winslow like, what the fuck's happening? They can hear, help, dude, they can hear a dude screaming. Yeah. yeah. Ham- it's easy. I'm going to lose my other eye. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> lose my other eye. <laughs> and Victor grabbed the uh, hatchet. That was laying on the boat, and he um, walks up on Hamilton, who trips and falls backwards, and he's crawling away backwards as Victor, as he's screaming. Victor Crowley chops his head in half, and his head is frozen, dead in a scream. Uh, half of it falls, and then the, the half of his brain that's in the one <laughs> side falls out, scoops out, scoops out onto the ground. <laughs> Hamilton's I, dead. I yes, Hamilton. What are Hamilton's no longer with us over here at Honey Island Swamp? <laughs> um, I read, by the way, sorry, I, I just wanted to comment on the fact when his brain fell out. I did have that for social media. I'm going to post yeah, that Yeah, I read that Adam Green uh, 
wanted to stick to practical effects. Oh yeah. In this movie, no CGI, and that he would write more unique and and challenging death scenes to get the makeup and special effects people. They challenge them yes, to try to make I it work. Totally agree. With practical effects. This is one of those where the head falls in half and then the brain that's in the one half falls out. <laughs> I still think my favorite kill, not giving you spoilers, but uh, Andy, that was such a great thing to bring up. Mm-hmm. Mine still is... Um, in part one? Part, Shannon, I think is her name. Like where? Oh, it, the wife. Uh, the wife. God, uh, I don't remember. Uh, where, no, where it, her face is just ripped in half. That is probably... Well, always stay with me. Yeah, Shannon. Um, when I... When I I'm going to do a plug for Murder Cabin. Uh, I try to do the same thing with kills. Even though I'm not, I just wrote it. I mean, yeah. I would kind of think I would, I hope those special effects would push people too. Because I, I, I think I did some fun well, ones. The folks who did it for this movie, very talented. Very talented. No CGI. Let's give it up for. Uh, yeah, there you uh, go. Special effects and makeup. Awesome. So, um, <clears throat> we, you know, this is, you know, again, you know, the, the, the face is cut in half. And so. Yeah. You know, this is when we realize that... Um, oh, shit. Something's story- going down. Great call. Like, the story <laughs> is coming together. We have to give the ghost what he uh, wants. Amanda yeah. Seamus, because obviously he's alive. Let the girl out, Winslow. Yeah, Winslow's like, no way. The sheriff will have my ass. Yeah, I can't l- do it. So she's like, let her fucking out. And this is when uh, Amanda mentions Thomas Crowley, the father, when a man, or Mary Beth goes, well, he's been dead for years now. And it's like, um, doesn't matter. We need him, and because so that's what Victor wants Victor, every night. He Victor wa- wants his daddy. He wanders the swamp, daddy. and he calls Dirty daddy. Rocky Road. So, um, yeah, he doesn't want revenge. He wants Daddy. daddy. So uh, they're they're off. So Amanda frees Mary Beth. Yeah, yep, and uh, mm-hmm. they're off to the scene. So. Um, we're back at Honey on Swamp, and they, they, they hear the cries of everyone dying. The first responders, I mean, the, the first responders that were crying are no more. They're all dead. Yeah, and like this is like what I'm kind of confused on. Um, this is a scene where we, um, you know, like where after the cries are dead and, and Fowler's made it. The sheriff's there. Yeah. The sheriff's there, and he's like, okay, we lost the first responders. Yeah. They're all dead. Well, I mean, yeah, they heard them all scream yeah, on the because, radio. And, and that was a quick kill scene. There was a quick montage of, of Victor of killing, which is going to be tough. People. If, if you're if our students, we have uh, yeah. returning students. Um, you will know that's going to be tough for Andy's uh, cliff kill notes. I mean, uh, sorry, kill Andy's count. kill count. Sorry, <laughs> getting excited here because now it's a it's a different scene. Now we have the second responders. Yeah, this is where we meet uh, the SWAT team. Right. The SWAT team pulls up with Hawes. Now I just kind of want to bring out the actor who plays Hawes. Dude, this guy was tall too. His name is Derek Mears, which is great because when they remade Friday the 13th part in uh, 2009, uh-huh. the original Friday the 13th they remade in okay. 2009. Yeah. Uh, he Derek Mears plays Jason. Oh, no Voorhees. kidding. No kidding. So we have two Jasons in this movie, which I think is great. Ooh. And, and I know we have some community people out there, people that have watched that television series Community with Joe McHale. Sure. Um, Ken Jeong. Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Glover. So... Um, Donald Glover and the guy who plays uh, Ahmed, I don't know, Danny Pudi. Yeah. Um, they loved watching this movie called Kick Puncher. <laughs> and uh, I was actually watching that episode today. Yeah. That Derek Mears plays the actor in the, the movie they're watching. He plays Kick Puncher. Oh, so he's in community as, as Kick Puncher, this which movie is a they fictional love, which character. Which is a cheesy in, movie. Uh, like, okay. Like, in fact, they're like, we love watching bad movies and making fun of it. Jeez, Louise. And it's great. Like, I, I don't want to break it, but I just thought that was interesting. He, um, 
he is uh, wonderful and right. uh, does a really great job as Hawes, a so, badass fucking SWAT team leader. Yeah, he's in charge of the SWAT. This is state. The state police have showed up. The state SWAT team. Yes. And they are taking over. He's the leader. Know? Yes, yes. And Hawes. It's my scene now. Yeah, right. Sheriff. He, he kind of pushes the sheriff aside and just says, listen up. You will give one verbal warning and then you will shoot to kill. Um, does everybody understand? Yes, sir. Yes, and we, sir. We also meet Doherty. Her name's Doherty. Yep. And uh, Schneiderman. You know who Doherty is, don't you? Doherty yeah. is the woman who played uh, the child version of the Victor young, Crowley. Young, young Victor, Victor Crowley, Crowley. In parts one and two when they did the flashbacks. Uh, uh, maybe I should do a side-by-side. -side She's gorgeous. She is a very pretty lady yeah. that played... I mean, you can make anyone gnarly just with prosthetics. Don't right. get me wrong. right. But I just think it's rad that you know he was like, "Well, I'm going to bring you in again because let's show your let's show the real you." Yeah. So she plays a cop, and a, a, a SWAT team member, along with uh, Schneiderman. Schneiderman is deputy. with he's with the local sheriff, yes. and Doherty is one of the stadies, and she doesn't know where they're at. She's like, "We're just in a stupid swamp. What's the big deal?" Yeah. Schneiderman's like, "This is Vic. This is Honey Island Swamp. This is Victor Crowley," and. <laughs> Doherty's like, who's Victor Crowley? And Schneiderman's like, well, once upon a time, there was this kid who was born who was all deformed, and this other guy walks up and goes, hey, dickbag, you know, let's go. We gotta go. They cut him off. They were about to tell the story again, yeah. Nick, for a third movie. They were gonna tell the story a third time, and... This is another part where the movie was self-aware. We're like, we don't need to fucking tell the backstory yeah. again. Everybody knows it by now, you know. Yeah, because that's a good point. Because yeah. if you were just, if, if Hatchet Three was the first, like, the first time you were introduced to Victor Crowley, get fucked. You know, you, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you I made mean, a mistake. I yeah. guess if I would have, like, if we were watching Hatchet Three together and someone said, "Hey, we'll, we'll watch it with you," I'd be like, "No." Go watch Hatchet 1 and yeah, 2. you can't watch this movie until you've seen Hatchet 1 <laughs> right. and Hatchet 2. So Schneiderman was, yeah, he was... Like, and he was a funny born... Guy. He's so funny, yeah. <laughs> he has a duffel bag full of all the weapons. Yeah, he's a member of the NRA, and he's ready to fucking kill. He's got, like, some badass yep. weapons. And Doherty so. is commenting on that. She's like, wow, you really came prepared. And he's just like, Schneiderman is smart, because he's like, I don't want to fucking die. I brought all the guns. I, I know where we're at. Victor Crowley's terrible. He, he's a horrible per yeah. murderer person so he believes yeah. well other he people believes. think it's a joke right so we get back to amanda winslow and mary beth and they're heading to the scene but obviously they have to obviously amanda says that they have to make a stop at an ozana oh yeah ozana and i was like ozana why do you have to make a stop way out at of ozana? the way you know like that's way you know on the other direction of honey island and mm -hmm. so she's like well obviously we need to do it because here's why mm -hmm. we need to go grab the ashes of Thomas Crowley. Of Thomas Crowley. And the person that has his etches is uh, his oldest living relative, his great uncle. Abbott McMullen. Abbott McMullen, who was also in uh, the actor. Um, I don't have his name on, in front of me right now, but he was in uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. He's got that look. Like, he could be in any fucking slasher movie. Uh, yeah. But we did just lose him in 2019. Aw. But as we get back to the Honey Island... Back like, to the SWAT team. Yeah, but... So I love this scene, Andy. Uh, very... Uh, with, with the lights coming through the, uh. the forest and the swamp gases and everything, very X Files ish. If you've seen any episode do, of the do, X Files, do, do, do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you, it's always that light coming out. And Jody was a big fan of X Files, so when I pointed it out, she's like, "Hell yeah!" Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's really cool because it's it, it's I'm sure it's it's been in a lot of fucking movies. It doesn't have to be yeah. necessarily be a slasher movie, but I just love that effect. They're walking through. You cinephile. And uh, Fowler and Halls are having a uh, romantic talk. Um, <laughs> it's another one of your conversation. Yeah, this one it, isn't really. It's a little bit like a it. A little bit like it, but they don't follow It's almost back. as if there's a different director this time. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there is. You should Google that shit. Let's take some time. Yeah. The sheriff and Hawes are talking. Yeah, they're like, you know, like, I got the girl in custody. Um, and he's like, but wasn't she in custody when the first responders died? Yeah, when all this happened? I just think it's some impersonator nut job, but she's in it, though. And he's like, shut the, there's, you know, like, yeah, shut the fuck up. But then they start talking about um, his wife, his ex-wife. Amanda. So, yeah, starts kind of going into it. And Hawes looks at him and goes, look, sheriff, I'm not here for small talk. I don't want to hear about your divorce. I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. So we're fuck here off. to find a yeah. horrible homicidal maniac. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when we go to see, and this is kind of when that that same follow through, like in Hatchet One, Hatchet Two. Yeah. The different director, they 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 go to Schneiderman, Schneiderman. and Doherty, who Doherty. are talking. And I yeah. think it's kind of like a love connection. Maybe we'll, we'll be back in two and two, but um, you know, he's just kind of talking about like this is fuck. Like Schneiderman is not happy to be there. Yeah. He's we're all gonna die. Yeah. He's a believer. Yeah. He's like, this is a very bad idea. I don't think we need beer. And there's like a bird off camera, and he whips his gun around. Doherty stops. It's just a bird. Easy, Tiger, you know? <laughs> Schneiderman is a head on a swivel, high strung, uh, for good reason. You know, he knows what's up. Paranoid as fuck, but he has every right to be. And this is when the crew... Yeah. Walks upon a bloody mess in the swamp. And we're talking about bloody body parts, faces. Yeah. And that's, I love this line. That's when Hawes looks at Sheriff Fowler and goes, good thing you got that girl in custody, huh, Sheriff? I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was great. And the sheriff's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. The sheriff's starting to think, maybe I fucked up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone's starting to kind of realize that. Yeah. Is Victor Crowley an urban legend? Maybe not. <laughs> um. We're back with Fowler. Uh, yep. We're back. No, we're back with. Uh, yeah, Amanda, Winslow, Deputy Winslow, and, and Mary Beth. Beth, and they're heading to see Abbott McModel, and, right. and that's when we talked about that. Uh, that she says Victor Crowley wants his daddy. We have to right. get the ashes because Victor Crowley wants his daddy, and the person responsible for uh, Victor Crowley's death has to give him Samson Dunstan, yeah, who's Sam Mary Beth's dad. But but he's dead. Mm -hmm. So it's the fucking. Uh, Blood lineage, bloodline lineage. Blood, yeah, right. Hey, look at me. Look at you, you're a writer. Um, <laughs> has to give the action. So guess what? Mary Beth has to present... Um, Victor. Uh, Victor has to present Victor the ashes of his daddy. Right, right. And then Victor Crowley has to present his penis to it, that, Mary Beth. It, what will happen? Yes. We're spoiling this whole movie. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> we see Victor Crowley's penis. <laughs> Beauty wins, which is tiny, by the very, way. Very, very super. Go back two weeks. A button wearing a sweater. <laughs> That's what we're looking at again. Um, the is group... that your thumb? No, it's my wiener. <laughs> oh God, um, it's really cold in the swamps. It's so cold in the swamps. <laughs> but it's not. It's like 90 <laughs> degrees out here. Uh, Deputy Winslow is like, he is still not having it. He's like, this is all fucked. We shouldn't be here. I don't think we need to do this. Amanda's like, we got to do it. It's the only way. So, so I mean, they, yeah, I think every, you know, Winslow is listening to Amanda. He's like, I, I mean, I've heard people are dying. Yeah. I, I have to believe. I have to go along with Amanda. Because so. Amanda pulls his heartstrings. Like, my ex-husband and your best friend, yes. the sheriff, are yes. in the swamp. We need to do this to save them. And so or that's, they're all going to die. That's, uh, and so that's <clears throat> what's, that's what's going to happen. So yeah. this is when we uh, get back to the group, and they're continuing to walk, um, you know, just kind of searching the woods. Yeah. And, um, you know, rumblings among the, gr uh, the group. There is no way one person did this. We come upon some balls in a tree. <laughs> balls in a tree! That's another hashtag. Yeah, literal testicles. testicles. Bloody testicles in a tree. Hanging from a tree. 
Yeah, and I mean, I uh, think that's, again, let's go back to Hatchet 2, where I watched it on Tubi, they did not. Yeah. Uh, when Andy bought the, the, uh, Blu-ray. the Blu-ray series, he actually got to see, like, the quick shot of the little little testies. Little oh, bit, yeah, little, when, little she, when he chainsawed those when guys. Chainsawed. So I guess these are the same balls, and Schneider could just be. losing it. He's like, I'm looking at balls in the swamp? This is wrong. This is no way this is happening. Yeah. And someone pukes, and he goes, that, that guy gets it. That guy knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. That yeah. Guy knows what's I up. mean... Schneiderman, you're right. He's losing it, and and Hawes is just like control your deputy sheriff, and yeah. the sheriff's like, Schneiderman, you know, right. knock it off. Uh, yeah, don't make me look bad in front of fucking old Hawes over get, here. Get it under control. And everyone's like, call the fucking military. Yes, the sheriff wants to call the national guard, and then um, Andrew he appears appears out of the woods. Of course, they all whip their guns on him. He's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. They're all dead. They're all dead. And they're like, well, how are you no. not dead? What's going on here? Andrew. Are you, but I mean, that's stupid. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but that's stupid. I mean, they're obviously looking at testicles in a tree. Yeah. And, and, and all these different bodies. And they're saying, oh, a little girl couldn't do it. Oh, right. but little Andrew could do it. I know. Five they immediately are like, how come you're alive? Yeah, yeah, but they're all like, so Haas is questioning him. Well, see, that's the thing. Men get a bad rap. Men can be killers, I guess, but women can't. Is that the deal? (laughs) They're looking at testicles hanging in a tree, and they just saw, like, teeth and bloody faces. I know. Andrew claims he hid underneath a dead body, and he's like, he he killed them. He killed them all. Victor Crowley was here. He killed them all in, like, minutes. Like, it didn't take him long at all. (laughs) This guy's a tank. We need to get that, like... They were shooting, and he wasn't going down. Yes, Andrew's like, let's get the fuck out of here. And Schneiderman, of course, is like, yep, let's let's get out. Let's go. So Fowler gets on, Sheriff Fowler gets on his CB and goes, hey, I'm calling the military. I need some backup. We need the National Guard. Uh, Hawes looks at Fowler and says, put that fucking thing down. And so he's getting a response. Hey, uh, where's your location? And so Haas picks up his mic and goes, we don't need it. False alarm. Cancel it. Cancel it. Exactly. Yep. So they're like, well, what's your location? And Haas looks at Fallon and says, don't you fucking answer that. Don't answer it. Because he doesn't want to lose his job over something that he thinks is still an urban legend. He thinks it could be just like a jokester that he can take care of. Because Haas is a big dude with a big gun. And he's a badass. He is like one of those, I'm a man, man. You know, I would want that guy in my corner. Yeah. You know, if we were in a bad situation, I would want a guy like Hawes in my corner uh, fighting on my side for sure. So yeah, so after when Schneiderman hears what Hawes just said, he's like, he's like I'm fucking out, dude. Uh, fire, go ahead and fire me. I don't care I'm, about I this. don't yeah. fucking care. At I'm least I'll be back. alive, yeah. you know. <laughs> so Hawes grabs and puts Finally a, f- a voice of reason, yeah, you know. But these Andrew movies. and Schneiderman are both the voice of reason. Yeah. Andrew is like, guys, you don't understand this guy's a fucking tank. <laughs> we gotta go. I saw 18,000 bullets go on this guy and he just got back up. Yeah. I brought him to Randy and he wasn't cut in half. And now he's back alive. That said, Haas grabs Schneiderman and says, you ain't leaving, motherfucker. Right. Puts the fear of God in him. And uh, Andrew is like, uh, you know, Andrew is still screaming. We got to go. I mean, like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And but then the, 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 they all come back together because this is um, the scene where they hear something in the bushes. We have a big filler here. Yeah, this is filler. definitely a fast forward for fast like forward two moment. minutes. It's just a raccoon or something. Yeah, they, they unload they like... They unload all kinds of rounds. Rounds, like... And I mean, noise. Yeah, it's like two minutes of them unloading a gun, then they're yeah. like... And uh, and it's uh, still... And then Hawes does the hand signals. You, go that way. You know, he does the all... <laughs> And everybody's like, no, no way. Hawes goes over. And he picks up, I think it's just a dead, a dead raccoon, raccoon. But I think he would just tail. pick up the tail. Like, all that rounds, it would be... It, it would be, be pieces. Yeah, yeah it would exactly. be dust. So, uh, <laughs> I, I wrote that, that it was nothing. But then... Then we hear... That's not exactly what they said, but close. Yeah. I thought that's how I was trying to be like, I was trying to tell you. 
So everyone's like, hi. Everybody freaks out. Andrew's like, hi. Yep, Andrew's trying to stop him. No, we gotta go. Of course. Will you you wanna hide behind a bush with me? Yeah, all the SWAT team and sheriff people get their guns up and start hunting. Andrew, rightly so, is like, this is a bad idea. You can't do this. He says, you know, Andrew probably thinks safety in numbers. He follows them. They make it to uh, Victor Crowley's uh, house, him and his dad's house. Yep, and they're all standing around. In confusion. Looking, listening. And, and, and like right in between, I love he's it. He's in between two cops. There's the doorway to that shed or whatever, and he just appears forward in the doorway, and he spears, spears one deputy. Spears yeah. one deputy and I pulls just, him into the shed. Deputy no name. Deputy no deputy name. Deputy no name. I know. I just wrote cops, and then I, I started tally marks. Well, the, well the, <laughs> that's the, what I did. The, the female Cop. they get. Um, what do they use? What does he use to grab her? He grabs her around her badge or it, something. Well, it's like a harpoon or some sort of blade on a rope because he flings it at her and it stabs through her and he starts pulling her in i thought it was maybe uh that intestines but then i saw that it was just a rope yeah her it's like is, scorpion from mortal kombat is, you don't yeah. play video games but Mm-mm. mortal kombat he throws like a harpoon get over here oh, then he pulls back. <laughs> and then he pulls back this deputy's name or, or no name is elbert her name is sure Sher- yeah deputy elbert i just wrote cops with tally marks for so this part they they she you know, he's pulling her into the shed because like uh, andy said yeah. it's kind of like a lasso like speared pulling her in the shed uh, the screaming. crew unloads on the shed fowler kind of gets in move your head he shoots the rope off yeah so she thinks she's safe but then fucking victor crowley just fucking pulls her in with his arm grabs her by the jaw and pulls her and kills her yeah i mean rips her to shreds yeah he throws both people that he just Pulled into the shed. He throws one out the one side and one out the other side. Discarded body. Everybody, Discarded. Yeah. And um, every, it's Nick's movie. And everybody shoots the shed. And then they, like, surround it. The SWAT team. He uh, Hawes has them, like, surround this shed. Uh, but Victor appears in, like, a different spot in the same clearing. Because he could teleport. Yeah. He's boop, boop, and he's over here now. And he's hitting a guy. A random bald guy. <laughs> I wrote random bald guy is attacked. Yeah. He's violently chopped with a hatchet. Mm-hmm. Some of the gang rush Victor Crowley, right. but he tosses them aside like farting into a pile of feathers. They, <laughs> yeah, they all gang up on him. They're beating him down, and he just. Brah! I mean, they, they all like they like. I, I think that's a good analogy. Right. They <laughs> farting into a pile of feathers. Like a, yeah. <laughs> but then he goes. He goes on a spree, and he like chops through. Yeah. All of them. Random guy. He grabs. He grabs random guy over his head. He rips him in half. Then, like he and he throws that body down. Then uh, grabs his hatchet, decapitates some o- somebody one. else. Then uh, he um, cuts like someone in half, and I think and he cuts a leg off. Cuts a leg off, and then head stops. Head stomps of a last one. The last one, yeah. like just like you know, like a, a yeah. Philly curb stomp. That's what I mean. I wrote cops with tally marks here because yeah. it's just easier to just tally who died. You don't well, have to name them. They this... don't have names. One will be on the social media because I made marks. I'm making marks, and it's always okay. a great too. Uh, Professor Andy will also remind Professor. It Nick was sometimes. fun. Yeah. So, uh, and this is what's funny. They decide to shoot. I'm like, come on, you why? Yeah. Clearly, guess, that's it's not working. Only self-defense. I mean, you know, yeah. fuck. I mean, what are you gonna do? But I, that's I not run, working. Though. I would run. It's not fight, working fight though. Or fight or flight. Fight or flight. And obviously, the bullets are trying to fight. It's not working. The flight. The bullets aren't working, and so your boy Hawes. Decides to go head to head. Haas's gun runs out, and thinking he's a badass, <laughs> yeah. he charges Victor Crowley, and he goes, and he, and so as you know, Victor grab Victor Crowley grabs him and pushes him against the shed, and Haas, being a man's man, give me some red man tobacco <laughs> and some Bayou Beavers. Uh, he looks at Victor and says, "Let's do this, you little bitch. Let's do this, you little so, bitch." Victor Crowley fist fucks his guts. <laughs> 
Victor Crowley fist fucks fucking Hawes' guts and starts to kind of move around his fist. And Victor, I mean, and, and Hawes is making all these weird contortion faces. Yep. And as he's continuing to fist fuck his guts, he, he grabs onto something and just pulls out a spine that has a skull connected to it. Mm. And that is my... Dick kill. Dick kill. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. I love it. I know that there's creative kills that Adam Green and his yeah. and his team come up with, yeah. and um, I, I give props to this. We saw another one like where you know it was stomped in the back. I think it was Hatchet Two, and they pulled out. Rubber zombie. Rubber zombie. Yes. Your dick shot kill in that movie. Yeah. So this one, there's a skull attached to it. It's Hawes. Uh, what's yes. cool is as Victor was obviously pulling his spine, Hawes's head was, yes. his, his neck was like crunching were, down because yeah. his skull's getting pulled out. Yeah, and I don't know how they stay connected. Yeah. Like, what I, mean, I liked, Nick, it's the physics of it don't matter. It's a slasher movie. I mean, it's fun. It's supposed to be a fun, campy, terrible kill. What I like is that for all the badassery that Hawes has, badassery, uh, this fight was over like that. You know, Victor just pinned him up against the shed and punched into his guts and pulled him up, pulled his spine out and skull. He didn't, not like Trent. Did I say Trevor earlier? I meant Trent, the bald dude in the, in the high yeah, project. Yeah. Trent. Trent, yeah. I said Trevor earlier. It's okay. Uh, Trent, that he actually put up a fight. They tussled a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They that... actually fought and went back and forth a little bit. In Come this movie, on. with how tough Hawes is, he was done in one punch. He, he says, like, he says, "Hey, let's get a fight on it." But even uh, Bob, um, the uncle in Hatchet Two, was like, "Come on, you little yeah. fucking Hatchet face fuck!" <laughs> so everyone's talked shit to him. But yep. yeah, Trent did put up the best fight. So that is my dick kill shot. Very creative, and um, this is kind of where uh, we kind of uh, get into Schneiderman after Schneiderman. he sees uh, the SWAT team leader die. He, he says, gets mad. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. So he grabs some of his major artillery. And this is when we get another random ball guy. He's yeah. grabbed by Victor. So yeah. take this one. Like, well, I, I don't really... This scene, It started moving so fast for your boy, Nick. I think, uh, yeah, Victor was like menacing to somebody else. And he got shot in the back. And that's it was another random sheriff, deputy or person. And Victor grabbed him and is trying to like push his head down yeah, onto a, a pointy tree. Is that stump. what it was? Yeah. There's like a pointy tree stump or go. something. He's trying to force it. The guy's going, please, God, no, please. Yeah. And Oof, Schneiderman is that. flipping out. Schneiderman's like, fuck this fucking shit. He's so mad. He grabs an RPG out of his duffel bag, a <laughs> rocket-propelled <laughs> grenade. And Darty is there. Darty is there going like, no, that guy's still alive. You're going to kill him. And he's like, he's already dead. Don't, you know? He's, I'm sorry, Rick, or whatever his name was. I'm sorry, Rick. Yeah. And he shoots the RPG. <laughs> And Victor just gets out of the way, and the RPG hits that Rick dude and goes into the house and blows up. Blows Rick up, and we assume he, uh, Schneiderman thinks he kills Victor Crowley, mm -hmm. but I love it because Victor Crowley seems to have some kind of brain still working because as the RPG comes at him, he, you know, just, he just goes, it's like oh, a, there you go. a matador. Yeah, he like moves yeah, out of just, the way. Yeah, and he just kind of holds the, Rick. Or the holds RPG, um, yeah, grabs, it hits Rick's body. Rick, also you got his name. I think so, his yeah. name is Rick. So anyway, I just kind of thought, he's like, here you go. But, the, but the, everything blows up. Schneiderman thinks uh, he's got a kill, so he's like, woohoo! And this yeah. is a, you know how your boy Nick here loves the fire scenes when, like, yeah. there's fire going on and, and it's a shot. Yeah. Like, very Christina, that's like, very, uh, you know, when Christine's on fire, that pew! This is kind of like where Victor Crowley is standing, like, he... 
He's not dead. No, he's, but Schneiderman thinks he's dead. And, but there's that burning shed, and Victor yeah. Crowley appears. Yeah, Schneiderman's, uh, what does he want to say? Like, what's the word? Celebrating, yeah. I guess, yeah, to th- the uh, yeah, he thinks group. He's a, yeah. Like, that's how you fucking kill a guy, you know, or whatever. And Victor appears behind him and um, has a, a, a burning piece of wood in his hand and throws it and hits Schneiderman in the back. He goes down. He's hit in the spine, this piece of wood embedded deep into his spine. Victor comes over and steps on his back. Everybody else uh, screams and starts to kind of stumble away like they're going to run. Victor pulls that piece of wood out of Schneiderman's back, and all kinds of gooey, gross guts and things are stuck to it. And Schneiderman's screaming bloody murder on the ground. And Victor grabs Schneiderman's left arm and pulls it backwards. You know, he's face down on the ground, pulls his left arm backwards and peels it and rips it off. Blood sprays out. Schneiderman's freaking out, screaming, and looks up and goes, fuck you. And that's when Victor grabs his other arm, slowly bends it backwards, you know, and rips it off. And then Schneiderman's head, he, he like steps on Schneiderman's head down into the muck. And we've got bubbles come up as yeah, Schneiderman yeah. breathing uh, uh, mud. And I assume the ground was uh, extremely drenched from his own blood. Oh. Uh, just disgusting. And Schneiderman's death is my dick kill. Shot of the week. <laughs> dick kill. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the dick week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. And everyone else runs away. <laughs> well, the sheriff gets a couple more pops with his gun. In Victor's chest, which does nothing. I, I guess Victor doesn't like the right to bear arms. Because here's why. Isn't this the third kill we see where the arms are ripped off? Yeah, he ripped off Marcus's, Marcus's arms, arms in the first one. And then uh, the second one, um, I don't, I'm not going to get in trouble for not remembering because I don't want to stop and make I'm just going to say he did. He ripped up some arms. He ripped yes, some he did. of his arms off, yeah. And there's a third one where it's like, yeah. I think, you know, Green and Staff love the arm rippage. Well, it's a graphic way to die. Frankly, but it's also, the, but the ending—I th- I mean, it was almost kind of like a poetic way, like a humane way. Victor Crowley's most humane way to kill someone, suffocating—I'm not saying as a humane way to die, but you know, having your spine and skull ripped out—I think I would choose suffocation. <laughs> I guess I would. Yeah. Well, well, maybe it's your central nervous system. Like you wouldn't feel it. Maybe. I, want I don't know. Whatever it is, I want it fast. All right. Yeah. yeah. I know we're gonna be running a little long on this one because here's why, Andy. Yeah. There are just so many great kills in this. It takes us a while to dissect them down. So it's fine. If you're if you're not a fan of ours, just go ahead and turn it off now. We don't want you. But if you're a true fan of ours, we you love been, you. Yeah. You've been here already yeah, for a well, bit. You're only right. gonna be here for stick a couple around for the rest. I, after this scene, um, I, I I just wrote this. Long yeah. scene with um, some racism, with some racism, and yeah. the uh, actor, or I mean the uh, character. Uh, um, oh, Abbott McMullen. Yeah, uh, he's racist. They get the ashes. We Let's get to on. Amanda, Mary Beth, and Deputy we- uh, Winslow arrive at Abbott's. Yeah, they get the ashes. They essentially steal the ashes. Yeah. Abbott's a crazy old man who can't hear. He doesn't like Deputy Winslow because he he's yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. So they, they get take the ashes. the ashes and leave. They've got Thomas Crowley's ashes. That's it. There yeah. isn't really any value to no, that scene other isn't. than that. Just to get the ashes. Yeah. Uh, filler. I mean, that movie's is only filler. an hour and 21 minutes. So Back to uh, the swamp. That, now that we've seen Schneiderman die, everyone's freaking out because they just saw like seven people die or six people die. A whole bunch of people dead. Let's make it back to the boats. So, it's the sheriff, Doherty, and Andrew. Yep. That's all that's left. And so that, as they're making the boats, a no-name paramer- that no-name paramedic runs by. He's like fucking freaking out. Yeah, he bumps into Andrew. And they both go, ah Yeah. And, and the so, paramedic runs off the other way. And they're like, come with us. No, the boat's this way. Yeah, and so out of a fucking little rowboat, guess yeah. who appears? Oh, we have to adjust our kill count from Hatchet 1. Yes. Ben. 
this guy, this no-name paramedic, this no-name paramedic stumbles through the woods and, and lands next to a rowboat, and Ben, the main dude character from Hatchet One, yep. sits up without an arm because he got his arm ripped off, and he's just going. Ugh. He's been alive in that boat for the last two days. A day, maybe thirty-six hours. I yeah, would say. a day and a half. You can do it. And Victor Crowley comes out of the woods, and chucks a hatchet right in Ben's head. Ben goes, you got to be fucking kidding me. A line that's in all three movies. All three movies. Uh, the second one was um, uh, Reverend Zombie. Reverend Zombie it. When, when, when she said, like, my, you know, my dad, that's not my real, Bob's not my real brother. Or uncle. Bob's not my real uncle. Yeah. And then he sees Victor Crowley. You got to be, be fucking, fucking kidding me. I can't recall the first one, but doesn't just matter. go back. It's set in all three movies, and Ben falls over dead now. So I counted him in. As that's a, kill a good in this call. Movie. High five! I'm giving Andy a high uh, five. That's a great way. I would then, not have thought about that. No name, um, no name paramedic guy. Instead of getting killed by Victor Crowley, he gets eaten by a gator. He watches. Yeah, v Victor Crowley is back. He watches a crocodile kill that no name paramedic, and it's like, see you later, alligator. Yep. <laughs> After um, a while. I'm crocodile. just joking, but you know, it, but Victor Crowley's probably like, thanks. Um, I don't have to fucking kill that no name paramedic now. Have a good night, Mr. Alligator. <laughs> Thanks like, for killing that guy for me. Yeah, bye. You're the best. I'm going to keep looking for my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm glad this one's going long. Me too. Like my penis. That's what she said. Um. So, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> they get to the boat. Andrew, yeah. Mary. Uh, Fowler Andrew and Fowler. Doherty. Yeah, and Doherty. So, they make it back to the goat boat. But Victor is waiting for them. Uh, because the, the, you know the, the, they're like, we got to get out of here. They're trying to decide which boat Victor appears, so they go seek shelter and hide in the paramedic boat. Yeah. And so um, this is when Fowler calls in for a air assault. He grabs the the radio and goes, "We need a fucking air assault. Uh, where are you at? Well, fuck, we're we're fucking where 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 all the boats are? What's going on? He's about to say Victor Crowley is killing us." Yeah, but knows that's probably going to sound gonna like no him. one's going to believe it. So yeah. he's like, "We got a crazed gunman. Crazed gunman. I have us under fire." Uh, they're shooting at us. So they, chill, they chill with Come Randy. on down. So they chill with Randy. Yeah. Dead Randy. And that, Dead that's, Randy. And Fowler's like, I mean, uh, Andrew's like, that's Randy. I didn't know the other guy's name. I know no his name. name. I know yeah. that, that's Randy, who, who um, uh, had his uh, head blasted with um, chargers. <laughs> so this is my question to you, Andy. Hmm? Um, Victor Crowley's banging at the door, and he yeah. can't get in. You know, this dude rips bodies in half. He pulls spines that are still connected to skulls out of people's fucking bodies right. while they're alive. But he can't break through a small little cabin on a fucking pontoon I think boat. I guess that seems a little unrealistic. I mean, but... I don't want to sound like everyone's like, no, Nick, come on, it's a slap. But I, there, there yeah. are some things where I go like, this guy could punch through. Like, if he could seriously rip bodies in half... You he could probably punch, punch through. through. It is a metal a door, for what yes. it's worth. It's probably a reinforced metal door. They probably locked it, and they probably put something. There's windows in there. They probably put something in front of it, but you're right. Uh, but this needs to draw out. Yeah. That's why they did it. The because did of the it. famous sander. Yeah, Victor Crowley leaves, and everyone, it's quiet, and they're like, did he go? Did he leave? And then, nope, he comes back with that good old gas belt sander. Yay! And he starts to... That one we've come to know and love. Yeah, he starts to saw down the door, or sand down the door, make a big old hole with sparks flying to the door. And it's taking a long time. Like, I just wouldn't sit there. I'd be like, again, Andy, fight or flight. I what are they going to do, though? They're trapped. I mean, I, there's a window going on. I mean, with all that sound going on, and probably, like, he doesn't have any ears, because He's like, Rocky, like, I mean, so maybe he can't hear. So I would try to find another way to get out. There's windows in there. There's something. There's wood. <laughs> fuck. Well, so it's taking Crowley long enough to get through that where we have time to go back to Deputy Winslow, Amanda, and Mary Beth who arrive. And they learn 
the, the deputy finally calls to the station. He's like, this has gone far enough. I'm calling in. Yep. And the station uh, on his radio tells him, we haven't heard from the sheriff for a while. The last thing we knew is that he called in the National Guard. He yep. called in a distress signal. He said that they were under fire from gunmen. Uh, why did you spring the prisoner? Why did you take her and all of her stuff? And Deputy Winslow's like, what? You know, and Amanda's like, shut up. Obviously, Fowler's alive. The sheriff's alive. And obviously, he called in the guard and said gunmen, because if he said Victor Crowley, they wouldn't have believed him. Don't you see, Deputy Winslow? This is all true. You got to help out. So they go, let's go. They go. So they hop in a boat and they take off. Yeah. Meanwhile, the sanding continues. <laughs> Fowler gets on the radio. What the fuck's going on with the helicopters? Where's this air assault? Uh, yeah. They're coming on about. We're merge. 10 minutes out. We're 10 minutes out. So um, Amanda Winslow and, I mean, sorry, Amanda Winslow and Mary Beth, they make it uh, to the scene. They pull up and say, these are where all the boats are docked. Let's get off. Yeah. Amanda's holding the ashes, and Mary Beth is still handcuffed. I kind of think that's kind of a dick thing to do. I mean, Winslow, yeah. let her go. I mean, she's where's, like, where's she going to go? You. Yeah. yeah, I'll protect you. <laughs> she spits in his face, and he's like, I don't know if I'm going to protect you that much now. Anyway, what I like, what I like about Amanda, she starts taunting him. Hey, Victor, where the fuck are you? We got your daddy. We got your precious daddy. <laughs> and so, we got your precious daddy over here. We got your here. precious daddy over here. Why didn't you come? Uh, God. So VC hears this. Victor Crowley, I like calling him VC because I think we're tight Me now. too, yeah. Uh, he's like, Daddy! He stops. You got my daddy! He stops sanding the door and uh, long enough for Fowler to hear Amanda. He's oh, Yeah, sorry. well, Andrew sorry. reaches for a hammer that's on the ground. Victor grabs Andrew's shirt and that's when Doherty grabs the hammer and pounds on, yes. on Victor's arm to get him to let go. So now we know Victor's out there right outside this hole in the door and the three people, Andrew... Uh, Sheriff Fowler and Doherty are kind of like, what do we do? You're right. Doherty here, or Fowler hears Amanda. That's my wife, my, my ex-wife. But he still kind of has feelings for her because obviously he gets up to save her. Yeah, he gets up and he goes over to the hole in the door, like trying to listen. And Victor Crowley pulls him, <laughs> grabs him and pulls his head out the door. And then belt sands with the belt sander, belt sands his head. His body flops back into the boat, spewing blood all over the place. <laughs> He's getting his head shaved off. Oh, wait. I mean, is he getting his head? Yes, it is. He's I mean, dead. He comes back in. He flops back into this little paramedic, you know, boat cabin yeah. with his head shaved off from chin up. Yeah. Maybe, like, again, that Venus flytrap look that they seem to go for in these kills. But it's but, on his neck. Yeah, yeah. it's just... So, so uh, Sheriff Fowler is no more. Nope. Um, good job, Victor. Yeah. Um, as Amanda is still taunting him. We, we got, got your daddy. Come on, we got your daddy. And that's when well, um, Doherty, the the chick, the SWAT chick. Because right? let's, let's get this back. Andrew and Doherty are the only ones left in the boat. And, yeah. and Andrew is the smartest one here. So uh, smart. Doherty thinks she, she needs to get the gun because yeah. the gun did fall out of There's Sheriff There's still Fowler. ammo in it. Yeah. And Andrew's like, just fuck that. Please just stay where stay you are. Still. Just be quiet. And she's slowly reaching for the gun, which is right beneath this hole that, that Victor made. And as she um, reaches for it, Victor's hand comes in and grabs her arm and pulls her arm out the, the hole and then keeps pulling. And Nick, instead of pulling her arm off, he pulls her out this hole, which like sort of turns her inside out and all of her guts and shit fall on the ground. Her, he forces this whole woman's body out this hole that's probably just a little maybe bit bigger than like a beach ball. <laughs> You know, it's not a big hole, but it's, it's, 
It's not big enough for a body to fit through, but Victor fucking Crowley is going to make sure this body fits through. He pulls this poor woman out the hole, and her guts and everything fall in, in a heap on the ground, and Andrew's left going like, told you, told you not to do that. Her body is shredded like the Parmesan cheese you love on your pasta. Yeah, I mean, like say Andy when. said, yeah, <laughs> say, say like when. Victor Crowley's like, Andy says win! Like, like, I mean, it really, like, yeah. it, it is intestines, uh, have a body, like, it is a great gnarly kill. Uh, the side of rack of beef that you might see hanging in yeah. a Wyoming. Butcher's that was my honorable mention this week. Was Darty. Okay, that's a great honorable this mention. Is disgusting. Um, mine is coming up. Oh, uh, cool. Mary Beth and Winslow are. Um, they're at his cab. They're at. They're the, the cabin, cabin finally, and they're sitting on these dead bodies, and um, you know some banter's going back and forth. When all of a sudden Victor Crowley does appear, Mary Beth's like, "Look at this motherfucker. He's here." <laughs> Amanda turns around and gives Mary Beth the ashes, and she's you like, have "You have to give it to him. You present that to him." You might see his penis. Right. Um, and which we never do. I don't know spoilers, no, but we don't we see Victor Crowley's penis. Don't sound too um, disappointed. So, but as as Amanda, who is or Mary Beth, who is handcuffed, fuck, with these with these ashes, she's presenting them to Victor Crowley and saying, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for I, what I did to you. I'm so sorry for what I did to you. My family did to you. Sorry what my, my father, father did to you. you. <laughs> I wish you know, I could take it back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he's like, no dang it. So, like, doesn't he kind of knock her away? He lunges towards her, and that's when Deputy Winslow unloads. Yeah, and then he grabs Winslow. Yeah. And doesn't he turn him around and, like, almost, like, just rips... His chest open. Yeah, kind of like Michael Jackson ripping his, ah, like, you know, sorry. I mean, just ripping speak, his but, shirt open, yeah, but, like, you know, but his know, whole chest. You know, smooth criminal. Yeah, yeah but it's his chest. And so, yeah. like, you see his ribs and the blood. My honorable mention. That's a good honorable mention. Yeah, I, I thought that was right. That was almost my dick kill. Very creative. So he rips uh, Winslow's, Winslow's, dead. Winslow's dead. And then uh, Amanda is now being presented to Victor Crowley, and he's raising her up by the fucking head. She's like, I just was. I just I came here to save you. Here. Like I kind of thought. I really thought at that one second, first watch, that he was like, "Thank you for being in bed, my dinky." <laughs> but no, he just rips. What her. Nick said was, "Thank you for bringing back my daddy." And for those of you who don't speak Victor Crowley, thank uh, <laughs> you for bringing back my daddy. We're gonna start a let's start a slash you course, uh, Victor Crowley. Like a language after, course. Yeah, language course. After Spanish, you go to Victor Crowley. I got Victor Crowley after fucking Fizz Ed. She ripped. Um, he ripped off her head. Yeah, he. I mean, that was a great kill. I think I. I don't know if I, I did that one, but how um, did he do that? Did he like step on her foot, or, or he just put a shul- a hand on her shoulder and then just ripped yeah, her think, head yeah, off? I think something like this that. This guy's so fucking strong. I know, but he couldn't get through a fucking. You know, he had to grab a sander to get through a metal fucking <laughs> uh, door. So now it's just Mary Beth left, still in handcuffs. The ashes are on the ground. Oh my god! You know, and Victor. Well, we're, we're, yeah, love, when he does rip her head off, yeah. doesn't he just throw it at Mary? Uh, he Mary, throws it at Mary Beth. That was actually funny. I wrote yeah. that. You're right. Yeah. He, the head throw. Ha! I wrote yeah. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knocked her over. He throws Amanda's head. At Mary Beth knocks her over. He comes over and um, she grabs the ashes. They're still in the urn. They haven't spilled or anything. Uh, and he, he grabs her. He grabs her. Takes her, um, turns her sideways, horizontally, yeah. stabs her like on a branch. On a branch, stump. yeah. So now she's got a tree branch sticking through, like a stump sticking through her her guts. Yeah, and she um, the says, left like, side, not in the middle. Like, yeah, it looks it's kind of like... on the left, like yeah, maybe where an appendix would be, or whatever. And so she goes, "You want your fucking daddy?" And smashes the urn on on Victor's head. And he starts to melt. He literally starts to melt. Like, uh, that's like what had cannon. to happen. Yeah, the that's... actual ashes had to come in contact with him. 
You had to touch his daddy's special place. That's what um, I had to have. So <laughs> Mary Beth then like, kind of like releases herself, kind of breaks the branch off. Breaks the off, branch off, yeah. And then like grabs the gun and knows that as he's melting. And he's like just like a little speck of spine left just to make sure she's done her job, you know, due diligence or whatever. Oh, bam! She blows up the spine. He is now. I mean, done. He is. He is missed. There is. I mean, there's like uh, his rib cage lands. And there's blue flames coming yeah. out of it, which was a cool effect. So, um, as Mary Beth collapses to the ground, the helicopters are coming in. Yeah, uh, helicopters coming in. Andrew our, our comes Andrew? out. Comes out of the boat. And he's like, over here, over here. That's why he's our final boy. Yeah. So he he's okay. a final, final boy. boy. And uh, the movie ends with Mary Beth. You can hear a heartbeat noise, Mary, boom, boom, slowing down as Mary Beth's bleeding out with this yeah. tree stump in her guts. She's obviously on a stretcher. And she's breathing, and her breathing's getting slow. She's not on a stretcher. Well, she, the the movie fades to black and then comes back up. Then she's her on a stretcher. eyes open, yeah. and she's on a stretcher, Thank and you. she Sorry. takes one more. And then they go to roll credits. Roll credits. So did Mary Beth die? We no. don't know, so she can't be counted. I don't um, think On a scale of dead. three bloody testicles in the woods to eight bloody testicles in the woods, what would you rate this one? Oh, my gosh. Are were they, are they pairs? Because if I say, like, five, <laughs> would that be, like, no, it's five. two and a half people? It's five, three bloody <laughs> testicles. Oh, no. That would be Because bloody scale. testicles come in twos, twos right? Yeah, so it would be five <laughs> bloody testicles in the woods. I give it a seven. A seven, okay. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that seven. Now, yeah. we're not going to count 2017's Victor Crowley, which is coming up next. Here on Slash, slash U. you. Yeah. AP classes. Represent. Which one is your favorite one out of the three so far? Oh, Jesus, man. I didn't know you were going to ask me this. I know. It has um, to be done, though, before kill count. I guess I liked this one the best. Because if I'm judging strictly on, like, how many people die trying to stop this mammoth, it's this one. <laughs> All right, man. This is the first time I think we're actually going to disagree. Well, no, we disagree on some things. But we disagree on so many things. I'm going to say the first one's my favorite. Oh, okay. Most people say always the first one. No, the second one was close. I love the second yeah. one. I love the third one. I just kind of thought this was like, you know, they would say more gore, more gore. I'm excited to see the 2017 Victor Crowley. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder sad. how he comes back. Yeah. So um, let's take a break and get back to some dead bodies. Hi, I'm Catherine Troyer. I teach horror at a university here in Texas. And over the last year, my students and I have been working on an interactive event called Monster Mayhem. Monster Mayhem is essentially a bracket style horror tournament that combines the calculated odds of March Madness with the pageantry of WrestleMania. Participants, and I'm hoping that this will be all of you, can research your favorites to win, enter contests, and follow along as the tournament progresses. Right now, you can fill out your bracket with your predictions and enter the first contest before the tournament kicks off on May 9. Throughout the month, we'll share official battle outcomes through play-by-plays and recaps. To learn more, go to suchanightmare.com game dash on and click on the button all things mayhem we hope you'll come play with us forever and that was hatchet part three hatchet part three wow. you can watch it on tubi yes Look go watch it this is a good series of movies i'm so glad we're doing this so we will do victor crowley next week um well no not next week we're taking next week off nick and i are going camping Hey, Nick, I got a dirty joke for you. Okay. If you were, yeah, if you were camping with, uh, with oh, a friend. I know this one. And you woke up in the morning with a condom in your ass, would you tell anyone about it? 
Only if I was, if only if I can go camping with you. Just ruin the joke. It's I know. Simple yes or no. I know, yes I know no. the joke. Simple yes or no. Would you tell anybody about it? Oh, I tell a lot of people. Do you want to go camping next weekend? <laughs> You're supposed to say no. Yeah. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, I'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> that was horrible. Hey, I got a camping joke for you, ready? Yeah, go ahead. Knock, knock. Who's there? Camp. Camp who? Camping. We're going next weekend. No. See, ha, now ha, you don't ha. have to cut it out because that was lame, too. That was really bad. <laughs> so, I love you, man. This is a long episode. Yeah, uh, all right, let's go. Kill count? Kill count! Dude. <laughs> Sorry, cut this out. This Students, was, I'm so excited for this kill this count. This was tricky. Yeah, so everyone pay attention so to So we professor. start with Randy, who got his head smashed by the defibrillators. Uh, then I patch Hamilton. <laughs> and then we had our, of course, the rest of our first wave of responders. And I was very careful here. I went back and after I finished the movie a second time, I went back and counted them carefully. I tried to count how many people were there as far as sheriff's people plus the EMTs. And I counted um, five, sorry, five, ten, uh, thirteen. Uh, that was first wave. I counted 13 guys. Did you did you count no-name paramedic? Yes. Well, well a la little later, alligator. later, yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this first wave, yeah, I, uh, I, wow. I counted. Yeah, anyway. This is a tough then, job, students. Then you had the second wave, which included the SWAT team. Yep. Uh, that was um, five plus four. That was nine. So that was that little montage of Victor out in front of his cabin and he, where the guys ganged up on him, and then he bushed them all off, and yeah, then he we'll, killed them. We'll that was a total of nine people. Then your boy Hawes, the leader of the SWAT team, uh, How's your it going? the kill shot of the week. The game, done the week. Followed right after that by Schneiderman, uh, the smartest man alive. Fucking wanted to leave the whole time, and nobody listened to him. Uh, my dick kill shot of the week. <laughs> then Ben from the first movie, he was alive. Yeah, in the you, rowboat. You have to count. So dude. go back and yeah. subtract from two weeks ago. <laughs> that was smart, man. Add it to this one. Really, really uh, well Ben played. dies in this movie, and then no name paramedic killed by the alligator, and then Sheriff uh, Fowler. Uh, who unfortunately had his head bandsawed off, or, or yeah, sander off. Doherty, my honorable mention, she was pulled through that little hole in the door. Then Deputy Winslow. Uh, Smooth criminal. And then Amanda. That was my honorable mention. Amanda got her head pulled off. And then do we count Victor Crowley? No. You're not going to count Victor Crowley? Because no. you know he comes back. Yes. 32. And can I, awesome, yeah, 32. 30 fucking two. Still doesn't beat Blood Diner. No, so this might you be can't the second beat one. Blood Diner. Blind Diner is probably in the 60s or 70s as far as death. J Jody shared a, an article with me. Oh, let me turn this down. Yeah. Yeah. Dig this. Yeah. Adam Green said, do not rule out fucking Hatchet 5. No kidding. I'm serious. He knows that. I mean, I would hope that if, if we're still talking about it now in 2022, this movie was made in 2013, so nine yeah. years, almost 10 years ago. True. Granted, Victor Crowley, I think, was filmed in 2017. 17, so um, like, five I, years ago. I think ago. it's kind of becoming like a cult thing, because let's let's be honest, like this, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, like a lot of movies did not do well in the, in the like in their release, and their natural yeah. uh, first release, but then they kind of start gaining a little popularity, which we could... Have another whole podcast about well, movies that have... Dave Greenlit, uh, Mutilator, part two. Oh, yeah. That's, one uh, of our favorites. Yeah, we're on Instagram with that. I'd love yeah. for them to contact us. Make a would. Mutilator, part two. That's been Greenlit. So that's going to be coming out. And that one's from the 80s. Yeah. So, 30, almost 40 years ago. So... Um, well, I mean, I think the slasher movie is making a resurgence. And yep. like, even as we get into the people like 
that were young, like our age, are kind of coming back into it that are that have prominence in film. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adam Green was only like forty five. He's younger than me, you know. So nice. good for him. But I look like I'm fucking thirty two. Anyway, you, you act like it as well. Uh, Want to give this uh, shout out real quick? Yes. Uh, I know we just talked about it, but Nightmare Pod. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, the, the, it's just a great thing. Catherine has put together a class at Trinity University, yes. and they're doing a Monster Mayhem, very similar to Monster uh, March Madness. Yes. Killers put together. You get to pick. Do it by May eighth. Okay. Uh, go to suchanightmare.com slash game on. But if you just go to suchanightmare.com, you will see like game on. Like you'll you'll know where to go. It says Monster Mayhem. Please get involved with this. I think, you know, Slash U will definitely have a team on there, like our picks. Yeah. And, um, so do it by May 8th, though. That was yesterday. Oh, and shit. We're releasing this on Monday the 9th. <laughs> oh, well. I can maybe, release it early. No, 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 no. Maybe you still maybe can get I in. Should, if, if not, well, but if you still can get in, yeah. I mean, it's fine. At like, least I, go I check it out. Yeah, at least go check it out because they're gonna. she's, she's going to keep it updated. Uh, it's, it's her and her students. It does what sound a cool like a lot class. of fun. Such a cool thing Definitely to do. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, hit up on Instagram, nightmarepod1. Okay. Um, um, and it looks like they're acting out. It's such a nightmare podcast is actually uh, what we're talking about here. So uh, right on. Um, slash you podcast.com slash you underscore podcast on Instagram. Yep. Our only fans are coming nope. up. Yes, it's going to happen. You okay. do, we're, we're, we'll talk about it after. Well, we, we need money somehow. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm okay to show boob. I started listening to the horror files. Our friend Dead Alive Dana. Dead Alive Dana! Her episode on Midsummer. Yes, which you love and you turn me on to. Yeah, because we talked about it when we did our live podcast over at X-Ray Arcade. They were, Midsummer was on TV. Yeah, I saw day. the cliff, like the, the guy jump off the cliff. That was pretty yeah. gnarly. So I was, I decided I'd, I'd listen to Dead Alive Dana's episode on Midsummer, and I'm, I'm like 15 minutes in so far. It's good stuff. How is it? She doesn't listen to ours, so. Is it oh, okay? really? Well, no, it's she good. Doesn't listen. No, it's real good. Yeah. Well, she'll listen now because I'm going to say we hit you up. And... Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you all for listening this week. I, uh, she attacks uh, uh, horror, or not even like, it's more like deep culture horror, which I think, you know, like we have our shtick. Yeah. Like her shtick is kind of rad. Like it's, yeah. it is like deep um, underground horror that, and she just kind of takes it on her own. Like It's like a two hour, two and a half hour podcast. Yeah. What yeah. we need to do is get in the mix with PDX Dana. We will. Um, so shout out to Dead Alive Dana. Shout Thanks, out to, everybody. Shout out to macabdaily.com, uh, macabdaily.com, and a shout out to all of you. We love you, and we are taking a break, but be ready for the following week with the final in the Hatchet series. Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley. Until then, everybody, class dismissed. Bye, everybody. Titty, titty. Daddy. Daddy.